A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. And welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And the reason I'm giggling is I'm trying to figure out who's here because every week it's different now. It is. It's this weird <laughs> round robin thing. Yeah. Uh, so, so Captain Rich Gray's here. Good morning. And, 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 and we have a very special guest this, mm. this morning. Yeah. Oh. Very, very, Captain Kirk Walt. Hey. How about that? <laughs> nice to see you. Nice to have you back. Nice Amen to be here. To yeah. That. Yeah. I am tired of answering damn questions. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I'm sorry y'all had to go through that. <laughs> yeah. Up, see Chris Wayne spinning the hits. That's right. Mm-hmm. Back in the saddle. Yeah. Baby. Back in the saddle. Last week we, it was it was Jeff and I and Gibby. Yep. And uh, we 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 had fun but but uh, not too much fun right no no not too much fun okay good yeah. well, david yeah, we'll called for in for about four segments five he, segments he, he did he called in for almost an hour yeah yeah which yeah. was nice yeah yeah which was which was cool yeah because uh interesting stuff the, the week before that it was kept uh, um kept chip wingo and, and dave edwards and jeff and i so it's uh it's it's been a whirlwind uh, but but there's been one normalcy. Uh, I've been here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've been steady, Eddie. Rock yeah, solid, yeah. You know? yeah. And 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 by the way, today I am not happy about it at all, uh-huh. um, because there was there's a beach tournament, kingfish tournament today. Oh, oh and, no. and I had planned on fishing it, oh. and I didn't. I, obviously, with Tony Pacelli going into the Hall of Fame today, mm-hmm. or being inducted. Inducted into the, not introduced. I said introduced last week. So inducted into the Hall of Fame. Logaman's there, which is cool. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even know about sure. it until I talked to Jeff on Wednesday, and he goes, and he was working in the office, and I said, "What are you doing?" And he said, um, "I'm trying to get ready for uh, the trip to to Canton." And I said, "For for what?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how stupid I felt. And he goes, for what? For what? Where have you been? Living yeah. in a bubble? Yes. I'm like, uh, kind of, sort of, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, darn. And he goes, yeah, man. We're going up there for the induction and, and uh, the game. You know? Yeah. I said, that's right. They actually play a football game before the induction. Yeah. The well, you you could call it that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. I, I, I didn't even watch it. I, All 91 players yeah. on both teams. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, – <laughs> He's up there, and, and uh, so I, I um, 
and and the 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 worst part about it is that the and and I and it's it's no giant secret. The beach fishing is unbelievable right now, unreal. There's I mean, been it's, some big old studs caught on the beach. So, All <laughs> kinds of big old studs. So good um, that uh, it's it's like damn it, you know. I, I would I would love to fish that tournament today because man I'm it, sorry you couldn't take a take a late start no it's only seven to two oh yeah. yeah I mean by the time I got there it's eleven o'clock it's yeah. not even I mean it's not even worth it yeah if it was a four o'clock tournament yeah you could have done it, it. I could I could have done it but no they um now which one is this it's the it's it's the king of the beach okay and it's and it's for spina bifida okay and it I mean I've I've never fished it um. But they all, all all of our guys do. Chris Stevens, Mullethead, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Paul Dozier's fishing it. Mm-hmm. There's there's um, a lot of guys because again, it, it, it's it's it kind of the, the levels the playing field. Yeah, oh it, yeah. You know, uh, I think I think it's Jacksonville to Flagler Pier, and four, four miles out. Oh, oh wow. wow, yeah, that's, that's real small. Yeah, so they yeah. can't go to Nassau. I, I may be wrong about that. It may be Fernandina. Yeah. So, so some somebody's listening that, uh, that, that that's fishing it, but um, I I did. I mean, we we we've had a, an amazing week on the beach. Um, I mean, I I've uh, I released one yesterday that was the high thirties, low forties. Nice. Yeah. So know, Brad is, Smith had one yesterday. It was well well over which, forty pounds, which was which was the biggest fish I've caught this year by far. I mean, probably the biggest fish I caught this year is twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, nice. You know. Um, but that that was that was that was an absolute giant yesterday, and and uh, I, I wasn't the only one who called. I, I know that uh, several several other charter captains caught. Yeah, that's that's a really good fish. Yeah, it's a really good fish. And yeah. Brad's a pretty big guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that that that's well over forty. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, there's some big fish on the beach. Well, the cool thing is that finally the bait has shown up and has been pretty. Uh, pretty regular on the beach you know it's it's been consistent right which has been something that's been up and down a good portion of the early summer yeah the, uh, no you're right the early summer it was you know you're right it was sporadic but for the last six seven weeks i mean I, the the bait in saint augustine right now is unlike i've seen in years big old flip-flops well there's there's they're kind of all mixed yeah but but this you get you know picture you guys can picture this. You got this beautiful water mm-hmm. all the way to the beach now. Yeah, it looks like Gulfstream water. Yeah, mm. and when you come back, you see those big purple pods. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, I mean, they're out in twenty feet of water, ten feet of water, and mm-hmm. it's like, man, it's it, you 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 get this. I mean, there's no doubt there's got to be tarpon in there. And I and I have looked and looked and looked and looked, and I have I saw one tarpon yesterday. And and I'm like, how can all this bait be? And, and I know from Mayport North Kirk, tarpon fish has been outstanding. Oh, they're all in it. Yeah, I mean a lot of small, what I would call not not totally juvenile, but you know, thirty forty pound fish. Nice. That are working ones. the tips yeah. of the rocks. I mean, when Monday when we went out, I picked up Steve and we ran out in my boat and and ran to the tip of the South Rocks and there was four or five tarpon in the thirty pound range. Just raking through the greenies right there, oh, just having a fit with that's them. Perfect. Yes, it oh, is. That's perfect. And then you go over on the beach, and and a lot of the bait's been basically up in the sand. When I got bait on Wednesday, it was in six feet of water. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, up in tight. the sand. That's tight. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. But it was so funny because Dennis Young was in front of me, and a couple of guys had beat me out of the inlet, and we made the turn at seven fifteen, and they were already up there throwing nets, and I pull up, 
And I see Dennis Young up there in six feet of water, and he's shaking his head. And I get on the radio. I said, are you okay? And he goes, dadgummit. And I go, what's wrong? He goes, I just threw the cast net over a top of a tarpon. Oh. And I'm like, that ain't good. No. I, I mean, you know, that's yeah, not going to I've thrown good. it on sharks. I've thrown it on jacks. I've, I've never done that. I, I, I've never thrown it on a tarpon, though. Mm-mm. But it was really shallow. Right. And the fish, the smaller tarpon, I wouldn't say juveniles, but the, the smaller tarpon were up in there feeding in that shallow water, and he threw that eight-foot net and just hit one right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> he was all bummed out, and I was like, <laughs> and I dropped mine. I just basically drop a net. I don't even throw it. I just pick it up and drop it and load both live wells. And right. the guys helped me drag it in the boat, and we dump it in the live wells. And I looked at him. I said, look, I got plenty if you need some. Right. And he's like, nah, it's got a little rip in it, but I got what I needed, you know, and I was, I felt terrible for him, but they, they've been in that shallow water. And then I've sent, seen some pictures from my buddies that live in Ponte Vedra down towards Jeff's place, mm-hmm. just sending me picture after picture in the afternoon, like from, I'd say from three o'clock till yeah. dark. And they're just in those bait pods, just ripping them a new one. Yeah. And, and, um, we've, we've had this conversation for the last several years. I think these fish are starting to pattern us. Well, sure. You know, and, sure. and, and they, oh, yeah. we beat on them and beat on them and beat on them in, in the morning times. Well, eventually, nobody, they're, yeah, they're, nobody they're, messes with them in the afternoons. Nobody messes mm-hmm. with them in the afternoon. And those guys that are going out in the afternoons said, having a way with them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, oh, said yeah. that it's been really good. Well, when they're feeding like that, it's just a lot more fun than when they're spooked in the morning. Yeah. And yeah. People yeah. Throw a few cast nets. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, how that is. Yeah. Yep. You know, and when they're just aggressive and you can throw a bait out and, and sits there for five minutes and all of a sudden the float goes down, you're going, oh, man. Yeah. Versus early in the morning, you sit there for 45 minutes and the float's just floating yep. and you see a few rolling. And, you, and everybody's running everywhere, throwing on bait pods. So, mm-hmm. All right, let's go, let's go talk to Gerald this morning. Good morning, morning Gerald. Okay. A happy day to you. Good morning. It's a beautiful morning sitting on my front porch. And I'm not on the water, and I still have my credit card for gas, and I have my brush to clean up your boat. <laughs> really? And I'm ready to go. Okay. Uh, I tried to get in touch with you last week, and uh, you, try, you, thing, try, you tried to get in touch with me. Yes, sir. Okay. But uh, I, I hope y'all take my number, and uh. Uh, you, y'all were talking about so and so. Cast. So you 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 said you got your credit card and your brush. So are we supposed to give you a discount because you have a brush? <laughs> no, that means I clean the boat up when I get back. Oh, Man, okay, all right. That's money. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen very often. No, absolutely Nobody usually not. helps us wash our boats. Yeah. Listen, I'll give you a ride if you wash my car. <laughs> <laughs> well. Fellows, <laughs> yeah, okay, deal. Oh wow, That's money. All right, That's money. But uh, anyway, I I've fished from the jetties to the Akawaha Lake George. Mm-hmm. The, That's uh, a long. That's there. a big stretch, That's Jill. A long, yeah, in St. John's. That's a big stretch. My parents' ashes are on the Akawaha. My dad loved it so much. Yeah, right. yeah, beautiful river. He taught me, he taught me how to trailer a boat, how to back a boat, and I taught my son the same way. That's awesome. Remember, I'm the guy who said, if you teach your son how to hunt and fish, 
you'll never have to go hunt your son down and fish him out of jail. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. Absolutely. Yeah. Teach yep. him teach him about the outdoors. And, and I'm a hundred ton captain and I've run the Gulf and I've been down to um, different places on the Gulf. I've gone through Mobile Bay and I clicked my light on, gave a one whistle, just quick flash on my light, and I saw the bay light up with the phosphorus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the shrimp just came alive. Yeah. 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 That, that's I, I cool mean, stuff. I've, was, I've, I've, I've witnessed that out of, out of Cameron. Yeah. I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's good stuff. Thanks, Gerald. It's good talking to you. Okay. Yep. Well, uh, I'll be in touch. All right, buddy. Be in touch. It happens. It does happen. You know, get a lot of phone calls. <laughs> the ones just slip through the cracks. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's do a weather report. How about that? Yeah, not I, I got, uh, I, got the, the I got the updated weather right here brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Two locations, one right there by you, <laughs> Captain Kirk. Yep, smell it way too often right now. <laughs> torturous. I can tell you it's torturous when the wind comes out of the east, southeast. Yeah, oh. Blows right towards the house. I'm like, that is fantastic. I never thought about that. Dad gummit. <laughs> you know, smell Especially when, you, when ribs, you know you can't smoking. eat it right now. I can't eat it right now. I'm like, oh, man, those jalapeno poppers. <laughs> that is torture. Yeah, no, that's, that's really that's bad. Don't even say, don't even speak the words, Kirk. Yeah. Nope. No, don't don't think it. No, yeah. man, you just kind of smell it and go yeah. go back in the uh, house. Yeah. Go eat your blood. Here chicken. you go, Kirk. I'll help you. Mm, yep. Mel- Melba toast. Yep, mm. that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> white bread, toasted white bread. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy! Today, east winds five to ten. You knew that was coming. Coming oh, back yeah. this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't uh, take long. Five to ten. <laughs> Haven't you taken a break yet? Fifteen minutes. <laughs> Seas 2 to 3 tonight, southeast 10 to 15, going to 5 to 10 after midnight. Uh, tomorrow, east winds at 10, 2 to 3. Just an absolutely beautiful weekend on, on the ocean. I mean, it's going to be gorgeous. Uh, Monday, it says Sunday night and Monday, southeast winds around 10. Seas 2 to 3. Tuesday, southeast winds around 10, 2 to 3. Wednesday, south winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast in the afternoon. So, uh, really, really good forecast. Yeah, tides? Tides, tides are pretty minimal. I mean, we're looking at a low tide at 9.03 a.m. this morning and then a high tide at 3.39 p.m. this afternoon. These, to me, are the perfect kind of tides that you want to fish this time of the year because right. it's so dadgum hot, mm-hmm. you know, between, I'd say, around 11, 30, 12 o'clock and really two, 10. Two, or, 2 or 3 o'clock in the ten, afternoon. 10 o'clock has been quitting. Yeah. I mean, like, like that, ugh. If you're back in the intercoastal, yeah. Yeah. The one thing we got going for us when we're in the ocean, we get a little bit of a kick from a breeze. But I'm with you. I'd rather now. I've seen uh, Sandy posted some Sandy Parrish posted some pictures yesterday of the shrimp up in the St. Johns River. Mm-hmm. Shrimp are showing up in mass. So match the go. hatch. Yep. You know? Here we go. Yeah, yep. I mean it's that time of the year, and man, they're starting to really pile up. So get out early. You know, I'd hit the water at six thirty if I was going up in the ditch. Sure. You know, go throw some topwater plugs early in the morning. You yep. know. And, and, uh, well, with that tide, with the tide like that, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, midway, and you got a dead low at nine, nine, nine thirty. Yeah, yeah. fishy incoming, fall yeah. today by noon. Always yeah. brought to Perfect. you by Angie Subs, our buddy Ed Malin. Yep, located right there, Beach Boulevard, and 
and Penman. So uh, let's let's take a break, and um, when we come back, we'll, we'll, we'll you know the other thing that's uh, right around the corner. We're we're, we're going to talk about this quite a bit today. Is bow season? It's coming. It's it. I mean, we you and I talked about it. Was three weeks, four weeks ago, we were always like, in in August, you can kind of see the end of the tunnel. Yeah, the doldrums <laughs> are ending. Yes, the doldrums are ending. It's been a nice August so far. I mean, seriously, it, it hadn't been bad. It had been bad. No, it hadn't been bad. Yeah, it, it especially uh, the water temperature is like seventy eight, seventy nine degrees on the beach right now. Yeah. So when that breeze does come off of there, it's like it's, air conditioning. It's, it, it's beautiful. Six four one ten ten. If you want to give us a call, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Chevrolet Outdoor Show, Captain Kevin Faberson, Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Rich Gray. And uh, if you need any any kind of a tire, or you need your oil changed. Oil change. <laughs> Don't be stupid and go to Brand X <laughs> with a brand new truck that they just started making. You, did, you heard this story? Okay, good. Yeah. That's, Holy smoke. Yeah. 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 Tire, tire outlet. Um, go see our, our buddy Danny. And, 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 and again, seriously, I've, I've had... It's it's the weirdest thing. We always talk about sponsorships, but whenever you start thinking about tires, you think, oh well, you know, I, I need tires for my truck. You know, I'll call them. But hell no, <laughs> I every, mean, tires for everything. You got them for your four wheel. I got them for my single axle trailer, boat trailers, boat absolutely. trailers. Well, not only know, that, yeah. I got them for the four wheeler, and he delivered them to the house. <laughs> Brought them to my darn house. That's awesome. What what tire? outlet does that well what tire outlet uh, what which what? one brings oil to yeah, brand I mean, x i mean cow you know <laughs> even the guys at brand x were like stupefied going where are you getting oil i said I got, somebody I got. that knows what they're doing because <laughs> you guys don't and they're like bub, 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 you know well, we can get it from denver i said yeah what do denver. You denver 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 yeah. that was the closest they could find oil <laughs> wow uh-huh. and i'm like that's just not Wait, good. did i that's did unacceptable I what story was this what I must have missed that. Oh, one. it it was classic. So I go into the brand. Yeah, X, you got to hear this story. You know, which is the quick. You know, they, they we I won't tell who it is, but it's one of those they do it real quick places. I got you know. You. Okay, yeah. So you pull in there, and I've been going in there for years because right down the street from the house. I pull in there, and the brand new truck. You know, and with the COVID going on, right, I can't get out of the truck. <laughs> so you're I sitting didn't. in there. I'm in there reading yeah. my book. And the guy, you know, he, he gets underneath there and he goes, oh, this is a brand one of these brand new GMC diesels. And I go, yes, sir. And he goes, oh, this is cool, you know. And also I hear him drop the, you know, the nut that comes out of the oil pan, you know. I hear it go clunk, you know. And I hear the, you can hear the oil coming out. And all of a sudden he goes and gets out of the pit and he comes up there and he types it in. And all of a sudden I hear this, uh-oh. And I'm like, you know, thinking, what was that? Oh, I heard. Uh-oh. It's <laughs> never good when you know, no, no, no. when you know there's no oil in it. Yeah, exactly. And then you hear the uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, this is no. a brand new truck. It's, I didn't even have ten thousand miles on it, and so I'm going, uh, okay, I'm I'm just not paying attention. And he goes over and gets the manager, and they both come over and they're both typing away. And all of a sudden, I look over at the manager and I see beads of sweat going down the side of his head, and he's going, <laughs> uh, sir, uh, we have a little issue here. And I go, what's the problem? He goes. We don't carry that oil. It, it, it takes a special oil. I said, you are a oil-changing <laughs> facility, right? This is what y'all do. Y'all don't do nothing else, right? And he goes, Just change right. oil. And he goes, and all you do is change oil, and you don't have oil for my truck? No. I said, does one of the other uh, 
particular units in the city have one? I don't know. I said, well, maybe you should call them, you know? And so he starts calling them, calls them all. No. Well, let me call the corporate office. He calls the corporate office. And I hear him going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and he gets off and I go, well, what's that mean? And he goes, well, they got it in Denver. I said, Denver, Colorado? <laughs> I said, we're in Jacksonville Beach. <laughs> I said, how's that going to work? And I said, you guys need to find me some oil. And I'm sitting in the truck. Finally, I get out and I'm walking around the, you know, the pit now with them. And I'm going, guys, y'all got to fix this. I got, you know, I got things to do. Yeah, this was supposed to be a 10 minute deal. This is right. 10 minute. That's yeah. right, Rich. So the 10 minute goes to an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> and all of a sudden I have an epiphany and I go, you know what? I'm going to call Danny Smith. I call Tyrell. Danny. He picks right up on Tyrell. Ty yeah. like, Danny, I got a problem. How embarrassing. And yes. he goes, what's Comes wrong? To their place. And I said, these guys changed my oil. And, he no, goes, well, and then, of course, he, was, he didn't get real smart, but he goes, well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> I go, well, yep. I, I, said, I was like, Oops. guilty. That sounds like Danny, though. But he goes, you know, he said, Kirk, I got you, buddy. He said, where are you at? I told him where I was at, and he goes, I'll have a guy there in 20 minutes with the right oil. And he ran over. In 20 minutes, the guy pulls up in the truck. He hands it to the, you know, the tech. <laughs> tech looks at me, looks at him. I go, let's get it done, boys. Yeah, you know. Let, let's did they charge you? That's what I was going to ask. They charged had to me be five free. bucks. Five dollars. Okay. Charged me five dollars. Oh, no. Okay. And I said, you know, I'll t I'll pay the five dollars. But I said, y'all need to get this squared away. I said, that's 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 kind of crap. I mean, I ended up spending two hours there. <laughs> Next time, <laughs> two hours yeah, at the quick yeah, yeah. at the at quick the, lube or whatever you want to call yeah. it. <laughs> you know, thank thank God for Danny Smith. That wasn't Tyra really Outlet. Kirk's fault. That's not wasn't really his fault. No, it really wasn't. But it, but you know, if I'd gone no, tire outlet, that would have never happened. Right? Yeah. You know, it's like with the when I needed the four wheeler tires. You know, I, I called him up. I said, Danny, I need four wheeler tires. What do you need? I said, my rims suck too. And he goes, I'll find some. And he kept calling around, and he found them. And he goes, where where do you want them? I said, on the four wheeler. And he goes, no, no, I'll I'll bring them to the house. On the four wheeler. <laughs> you know, we're kidding around. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's. And he did. He brought. <laughs> be nice I, to have on them the on the four wheeler. I go. <laughs> I'd like to actually have them on the vehicle. Yes. Here's your sign. Yeah. And he and he goes I'd like to he, put him on a bicycle plate. He goes he goes he goes I'll bring him to the house and all I know is I got home and there they were sitting in, in the driveway and by the front door. Piled up, brand new. Man. Mm. I was like, "Dang, man. That's service." That's my next phone call. Yeah. I need trailer tires. Anyway. Oh. Oh, they can hook you up, man. Yeah. It, it's a So anywho. Anywho, that's that that's that's still a Still a classic ten minute story. commercial. Yeah, it yeah. Is. No, yeah exactly. <laughs> but it's it's one of the best stories. A absolutely, oh, fantastic. You yeah. know, you don't ever expect that kind of thing. It's like going in to, it'd be like going into tire outlet and go, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of tires. It's one of those. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah, one of those. Cars. Says tire where outlet. you start. Yeah. You start looking around for the hidden cameras. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. The old candy camera. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'll never forget when Larry Minyard and I went hunting in Kentucky that one time, and we blew a tire on the trailer. Mm-hmm. And we were outside of Johnson City, Tennessee. You know, if you remember Johnson, that Travis Tritt Tennessee, song, you yeah, know. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's a long way to Dixie, you know, going yeah. down 95. Anyway, so we pull into this this tire place. I don't know. It was like a Western Auto in Johnson City, Tennessee. And we pull up, and the, and the trailer 
we look like the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, I yeah. I mean, we got four-wheelers. We got cookers. We tree got stands. a smoker. We got tree stands piled up in there. All this junk, you know. I mean, it's just all piled up and zip-tied down and <laughs> ratcheted. And it's just this mess, you know. And Larry and it I get out. a great picture, by Oh, yeah. And yeah. Larry and I get out, and we walk over. And these two old guys are sitting there in front of the place reading the newspaper. With the newspaper up. Two, uh-huh. two old guys? Yeah, like. like like, older than you? Older and, than me. Oh, and Larry? Older than me and Larry. You know, like, These guys like in their old. 80s. <laughs> These They're like those are... old guys from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they got the paper up, and they, it's like Andy and Mayberry. And, and Larry looks at me and goes, are they going to drop the paper? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> and I walk up, and they hold the paper, and they're not moving. And we so we walk over, and we look in the bay, and there's nobody there but the two old guys. Yeah. I walk over to the office. There's nobody in the office but just the two old guys sitting in the chair. And they still have not dropped those papers. It's like they don't want to look at us. And so finally, Larry walks over and goes, um, and Larry's still polite. He goes, um, um, excuse me, sir, sir, um, you got a second? And the guy slowly pulls the paper down and he goes, son, what seems to be the problem? And he goes, we need tires. <laughs> I would have died. <laughs> and, and I'm looking at Larry, I'm going, I'm, I'm like shrugging. I'm like, what the hell? What's wrong with these people? And you know, the guy kind of puts the paper down real slow and the other guy pulls his paper down and they're like. They're interrupting our paper reading, uh-huh. you know. And the one guy gets up and he kind of hobbles over to the trailer and he looks at it and he looks at us and he's going, "There's a lot of stuff on this trailer." <laughs> and we're going, "Yeah, you know, we're going to Kentucky. We're going deer hunting." Uh huh. With what? And we're like, "But we're bow hunters." He starts chuckling. Huh? Yep, right. It's bow hunters. You're going to shoot deer with bows? And we're like, "Yes, sir." And he goes, "Can I get a tire?" And and he goes on and on about the trailer and all the junk on it for like five or ten minutes. And finally, I go, sir, can you can you fix that tire? No, we ain't got that. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I look at Larry and I'm like, unfreaking believable. <laughs> then he go back to their papers, raise yep, it back up, goes right back <laughs> over the chair, <laughs> sits down, pulls the paper up. I got in the truck with Larry and Larry looked at me and goes. That's the damnedest thing I ever seen. <laughs> I said, you know what? I think, I think it's like we just ruined their morning breakfast yeah. or something, you know? Like we just peed in their for- cornflakes or something. It was oh, unbelievable. Well, for, first of all, I haven't seen anybody read a newspaper in so long. What's a newspaper? Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, unbelievable, man. Yeah, well, you know, so, hey, go go to Tire Outlet anyway. Yeah, no, it, it was, you know, we, we've been through. Whenever you do road trips, oh. something's. Something's bound to happen. Spares. Huh? You better have spares. You spares. Have spare yeah. hubs. Yeah. Spare oh, yeah. bearings. Hubs. hubs is a big deal. Hubs is a big loaded deal. hub. Whatever, whatever loaded you pull bearings. a trailer that yes. far. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you, because I'm, I'm, I'm guilty, you know, I mean, I pull mine back and forth to Georgia, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then I'm like, you know, I probably should grease those bearings. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, and and then when you have a single axle trailer, if you lose a tire, you're done. It's over. You know, it's better. Yep. Yep. See, I've so. gotten to the point where I'm a Boy Scout. I mean, I, I know I got more than I need. You know, I can't remember how many times I've pulled off. I'm, I'm so surprised to hear you say that, Kirk. Yeah. I've known you so long, I, and, and you're you didn't just know that. No, yeah. had no idea. I have oh, no. stuff stuffed uh, under my seat that he has given me over the years. <laughs> Whether it be stuff to patch tires, and the, and the guy that that used to do the car show right after us um, years ago brought you and I and Jeff, yeah, a uh, um, a, torque a, wrench, a, a breaker bar, breaker bar torque wrench, yeah, and, oh, and, wow. and all the stuff to change a tire, and you're like, that's awfully nice, but 
Dude, I've used it. I wore like, that thing out. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's <laughs> I awesome. Wore that thing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you ain't kidding. It's I think a, he told us it cost twenty dollars. We were gonna pay him. He goes, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, no big deal. He bought one for all of us. Bought all of us. We so gotta, it, we gotta get that guy back. Yes, we to do. do his it, show it was, again because I need some I mean, stuff. It, you can't believe it. It sits, in, it sits underneath your seat for let's say six or eight months. You're like, you know, and then all of a sudden, when you, you, need, when you need it, it oh you're, 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 you're like, it's like heaven. It is. Yeah. Well, when you put lug nuts in salt water over and over and over and over and over. Over again, it's hard to break them loose. And this doggone torque bar, you put it on there and you hit it one time and oh, crack. And do you, you do you know? Do you have any idea how to get your spare out from underneath your truck? Oh, I have. I do, but it's yeah. not fun. It's, it's not, not easy, no. man. No, it's no, a nightmare. It's it, I mean, you, you if you don't if you haven't done it. You're breaking out the manual. You're breaking out the manual. Oh yeah, you're breaking out the manual. Yeah, you're breaking out the manual. Yeah, I mean, you got to open that little slot right there by your tag. Oh yeah, you know, and and to do all that in the dark. Yeah, and then you get drop down there and look. Is it low enough? Yeah, it's not low enough. Lower. And you're 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 cranking. You're it's like filthy because you one turn is like twenty cranks. Worst spot possible. Yeah, you're in the bugs and the dirt and the grass. Oh, Larry and I had a flat one time on our property on the hunt camp by the canal. Uh-huh. All the way back up by 441 in the woods in my truck. And he had shot a doe with his bow, and we drug it out, and we threw it in the back of my truck. And now it's 1030 in the morning. It's getting warm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we get in the truck, and all of a sudden, flubbity, flubbity, flubbity. And Larry goes, what is that? And I said, oh, my God. Ran over something. I don't know if it was a deer antler or whatever. So <laughs> got a flat, like a major flat. It's like, you're not plugging this flat. Right. And he goes, you got a spare? And I go, Yep. I know how to get that out. And it's like, I don't want to do it. I'm like, no, you don't. I don't want to do it. Dude, the the weeds are like 10 inches high. So you got to crawl through the weeds and you got crickets and spiders running all over you. The worst I ever had was I went turkey hunting in Fargo and and parked my truck on the sandy dirt road. And you know how that oh, place is. That, oh, oh so, gosh, so, yeah, that's so terrible. Oh, and and and, and, and it was a hundred degrees. You know, turkey season. It's nice in the morning, and then when you get yeah, back at 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and, and I, I'll never forget changing that tire. And I'm like, this is this is miserable. I just wanted to light the truck on fire and blame <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, it's nothing I can do. Yeah, nothing I can do. I came <laughs> back. And, uh, uh, I remember Menier, and he drug that dough out of the truck, and he drug it over in the shade, and he goes, you know what? He was getting kind of aggravated. He goes, you know what? I said, what? Yeah. He goes, that deer's going to be cooked in the shade before we get the spare <laughs> off and back on. I'm going, no, you're right. I'm like, oh, oh well. that's good stuff. 641-1010. We're going to take a quick break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Captain Rich Gray, Captain Kirk Waltz. Good to have him back. And Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dimmick Chevrolet Outdoor Show, and uh, I was so I was on um, Coastal Equipment's website, dude. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Zero percent down, zero percent. I mean, financing thirty six months on Kubota construction equipment, zero turns. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, I buy, mean, buy a new tractor. <laughs> what the heck? Hell Why yeah! Not? Just go in there and uh, yeah. get you a new tractor, yeah, uh, and, and, and obviously uh, steel equipment. Anything, uh, chainsaws, weed eaters. Yeah, I got a hedger. I got a pole saw, all from Coastal Equipment. Yeah, and the two locations now. They got one in McClendon and, and one town downtown Jacksonville. Yeah, 
Good, good All people. Up. Nice. So, it, it, you, it, have you got a whole segment on coastal equipment this time? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, actually, I was using the uh, using the weed eater yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. It's hard, but to it was, beat, hard to beat steel power tools. No, have, it I is. Have them. They are the best. They yeah, really it's, are. It's, it is always nice that, that uh, again, I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm not like Kirk. Uh, I, I have a tendency to abuse things. You know, <laughs> I, I, I do, especially like my, my weed eater, my pole saw. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I keep oil in them and things like that. And, yeah. and I mean, I don't, I, I abuse them. Yeah. They, they, they start every time, man. <laughs> it's <do>. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it three times. Yeah. Choke it. Yeah. Fires right up. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing in the world is to have a piece of equipment that, that you, you you know, you get those rope burns oh, yeah. between your fingers because you're pulling it so damn hard. Yeah. And you just get aggravated. Pull it so many times the and, handle and, comes and, off. You know, yeah, exactly. Oh. And then and then your your wife walks outside because she hears it go, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. And you, what are you doing? Everything okay? And you I turn hate around that question. and you're like, what? I uh, always hate the question. If she hears that about 10 yeah. times, she'll walk in the yeah. garage, she'll go, what are you doing? I'm going, what does it look like? I'm trying to start this bloody chainsaw. And it won't flip and start. Yeah, yeah. And she'll go, are you doing it right? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. oh, no. Uh, no. I'm, I, I, I'm I, a blueing moron. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Honey, I got this. Yeah, yeah. Just, just go Ooh. back in the house. I mm-hmm. got, you know. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. absolutely. Deep Where's breath. the fan? Deep yeah. breath. Yeah. Deep breath, okay. hold it for four seconds, and yeah. he's yeah. on yeah. out. And, 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 and you know, damn well you flooded it like three times because you keep pumping that, that little ball, you know. <laughs> I was using mine. Fuel, yeah, it yeah. smells like gas. You're like, oh. I was using my steel saw. I guess it's been about two months ago, and the neighbor put up a brand new fence, and he goes, you know, why don't you just cut your old fence down and just leave my fence up? And I go, that's genius. Yeah, you genius. Don't I love you don't fence. care. Yeah. He goes, I don't care. So I get over there. Let me tell you what: a steel chainsaw will not cut through a ten penny nail. No. <laughs> yeah. Did you hit it? Oh yeah. Oh, ruined it. Oh yeah. I'm just. I'm like, you know, I'll just cut this whole fence down in just one fell swoop. I said, I'll drop this whole thing in the <laughs> yeah. flower bed. And Kate's going, Can you do that? I said, Heck yeah, man. Yeah, don't you know who I am? I got a chainsaw, baby. Whack. I was like, She goes, What happened? I broke the saw blade. Game over. She goes, You did. I go, it's like a snake. She goes, that ain't good. And I go, no, that ain't good. <laughs> ain't good. That means I got to replace it. She said, how'd you do that? I said, oh, yeah. Ten penny nail. Won't mm-hmm. cut through a ten penny nail. Anyway. anyway. Send to the Home Depot. Oregon replacement chains. Yeah. That's what I have. Two of them because I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm rough. rough yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, 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 I'm terrible. So, yeah. um, I know you haven't been much this week, but – you you were able to get out uh, a, a couple days and what what are the reports out of Mayport? You know because because for us St. Augustine, um, we we kind of predicted this. You know you can see this weather pattern and this water's changing over. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's 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 stunning. It like, beautiful. It looked like Gulf Stream water yeah. Wednesday when I popped out of the inlet Wednesday. The bait was flushed up on the beach mm-hmm. in the dirty water. And there was tons of it. I mean, basically, you just pull up in there and just drop the net. Right. You got all you need. And then uh, a lot of the guys have stopped short, fished Southeast Hole. Uh, have they caught fish in tops. the Southeast Hole? Caught a few. A few. Okay. Nothing. It has not fired off. Right. I mean, I, I went in there one day and had one strike. Um, Brad picked up a couple fish in there. Brad Smith. 
Um, the guys that are fishing the party grounds are doing pretty good. Uh, a lot of nice 20, 25 pound fish, you okay. know, some underneath that teenagers. When I went out on, on Wednesday, we had, we had seven strikes. Um, sharks ate a couple of them. Yep. Yep. We, it, most, most everybody's fishing the beach right now because, well, first off the fishing's so good, mm -hmm. but you don't have to worry about the damn sharks, yeah. sharks. as in eating your kingfish. Now you, we are catching sharks, but it's your typical lemons and black tips and stuff like mm -hmm. that. They, they're not. They're not kingfish eaters, I should say. Well, we found some bull shark eaters. Yep. Um, so they found some guys that like to eat bull sharks, and so they've been humoring them, you know? Okay. So a few of those have definitely come into the marina and been cleaned. Okay. Really? Shark steaks. The bull yeah. sharks? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you could eat a bull shark. Yeah. You can, I think you can eat anything out there swimming around. Well, yeah, that's true. So mm -hmm. they've kind of been taken to task a little bit, but they, they are – they're vicious. so aggressive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had a thirty-five, a thirty. I'm saying thirty-pound fish. It was a good fish on Wednesday, our first one, and got it twenty yards from the boat. And a bull shark hit it like he was a kingfish. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, just came up, you know, deep, came up shallow, fin on top of the water, and just exploded, exploded on, on it. it. Yeah. and I'm like, golly, I mean, mm. unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it's aggravating. No, oh, it's it's it it you know, honestly. You know, losing a kingfish here and there, that's that's okay. But the 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 cobia thing drives me crazy. I hate that. You know, because for for some reason, just in the last, I, I want to say three years, Rich, um, we we have, a, I mean, a, a ton of juvenile cobia. Mm -hmm. You'll have twenty of them come up behind the boat. They're all twenty to thirty inches, and they're they're fun to catch. You know, I mean, it, and after a while, but but for years and years and, and years, I never had a cobia eaten by a shark. I've ever. never seen one until last year. Yeah, and now they're eating them like popsicles. Really, you can't you can't yeah. get if you catch an illegal one, he's he's going to eat it. Yeah, if you don't, I don't think if, I've ever heard of that. If you don't, yeah, oh, it's it's the it's it's just a a known thing. I mean, if if you if you hook a cobia, and it's legal. And this is not safe, but you got to lock down the drag and get him to the boat and gaff him and put him in the box. Yeah. Because if not, if he fights at all, they're they're going to eat him. Anything huh. that gets caught floundering around on top that makes one more dive after they come yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. If they make that second dive after you get them close to the boat, it's done. Is it mostly bull sharks? It's and, uh, and the sandbars. Sand sandbars. Those sandbars. Yeah. Are vicious. I mean, they they've you been ever terrible. seen a picture of those things? Oh yeah, they're. Awful looking man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, teeth going everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and they, they, and and it's like, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen a small one. <laughs> Everything no, I've seen are giants. Everything is that we're seeing right now is from seven to ten feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's I mean, no joke. Yeah. Like oh many, no no no, it's no joke. I like mean, mini it, subs, and you'll see two or three of them together. Yeah. They'll come up like giant tadpoles off the bottom. You'll see them and. It, a fire right up on top. If you don't mm. get your fish in the boat, they're going to take it. I have mm. I have literally started trolling and looked over the side, and they're just swimming like twelve feet down, right beside your boat. Yeah, watching the boat. Yeah, and 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 as soon as you hook up a fish, they 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 turn and they go and they eat it. And they come right back and they stay right beside your boat. Talk it's, about training, like talking about well, the tarpon they, earlier. You know, yeah. They, I think they are, are they I, patterning. I, I really believe they oh, are tra trained to, to that sound. Oh, I, 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 I totally agree with that. I think they hear the drone or the motor or whatever the sound may be, and they come to it. I, I really believe that. The hmm. thing that I have found too 
even the other day when I fished, they're less less of a tendency to be around natural bottom. If you're on a wreck or close to a wreck, yeah. there are going to be sharks on it. Yeah, hmm. ours are on natural bottom too. See, yeah. I haven't found I, yeah. a lot of them on natural bottom. Yeah. I found one spot the other day, and oh, but but around the wrecks and stuff, oh, get it. Yeah, they eat everything. Yeah. What about a Goliath? Any? They're everywhere. They're are everywhere they? too. They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've hooked a couple this summer. Yeah. Had them come up and eat kingfish by the boat. But I mean, Chris, I know you watch national news. It's 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 become a big story. The the, the 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 sharks on the beach and and I'm I'm looking at them and, yeah, and, and it's I, a huge story. It man. is a huge story, especially up in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're showing these sharks swim through the bunkers. You know, uh, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> good. That yeah, pretty there. good. Yeah. Did that well. That was, yeah, yeah. Seen that shark there. It was a big shark. It was yeah. big shark. Really yeah. big shark. Yeah. Had a yeah. really big. What was that guy that called in? He got a shack. Shark, shark tag. Shark. Sharks eating a bunker. Sharks eating the bunkers. Yeah. I walk and, and, your dog. And, 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 and it's, but I, I have to laugh because yep. we, we've, we've talked about this since the beginning of this show, you know, that there are sharks on the beach. Yes. There are very big sharks on the beach. Yes. And we're not on their menu, okay? But, but. if you swim in the bait... There's yeah. a you, you're you you've just upped your odds. Yes, you know. Yes, I mean, yeah. I had a con- when you put a con- yourself on the menu. I, yeah, I had, I had a right. con- conversation with my clients on Wednesday. Grady's daughter, you know, she looked at me, Leanne, and she goes, "You know, these sharks are getting people up on, on yeah. the beach." And I said, "Look, yeah. here, here's the deal. Here's why they are." I said, "You saw where that bait was this morning." I said, "There was acres of it, and it was piled up on top of the sand." I said, "In crotch deep water." I said, when you see that, don't wade out into the little fishes and go, how cute. Right. Because it's like your dog. Your dog loves you. Yeah. But if once you put that bowl down in front of that dog and it's got some real good juicy steak or something that you have left over from, let's say you went out and had dinner at Ruth Chris, that dog's going to eat that steak. Don't stick your hand in there. Don't stick your hand in there because that dog loves you. He will bite you. I I, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this. Neptune Beach made national news this week. Yeah, Yeah. got a a bit. Yeah. it was just for a couple of sharks swimming in the surf. Yeah, that's it's right. It's like, dude, this. Well, is, yeah, uh, but this is also Shark Week fallout too. So because Shark okay. Week was last week, so everybody's got you know fins on the brain, and that's the whole you know. It's like they're waiting for Sharknado to uh, really happen. And I don't know if you guys <laughs> remember this, or we'll, I know we need to take a break, but but several years ago, there was a video from the St. Augustine Pier. Of these huge sharks swimming in the surf and people like bailing and it's made national news. So I went and looked at it. It was manta rays. <laughs> it wasn't sharks. Yeah. It was manta rays. Yeah. I'm like, I, 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 yeah, I, I sent this. If, if you remember, I sent the video to y'all years ago and I'm like, check this out. This made national news of sharks being in, and you know how big a manta oh, ray yeah. wing is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it probably looked like, you know, orca. A, Orca, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, orca yeah. fin comes over yeah. a bed, though. Yeah. Oh, my God, they made it through the cot. Yeah. Come from the Pacific yeah. to the Atlantic. Orcas on yeah. the flag. They're on the East Coast yeah. now, yes. folks. It's, Watch out. It's a manta ray. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, I tell you, I saw, yeah. I did see real quick, I did see footage uh, over the past couple of days of a mako that was in the surf. Um, okay, that's the, uh, that's really strange. They're, they're totally strange. Yeah. Now, I caught yes. a I caught a bluefin mako because George Strait identified it for me, and it's been probably 10, 15 years ago 
on a bait pod on Jack's Beach. Yeah, in about I've, I've twenty-five seen, I, feet of water, we got it up to the boat. I've seen those fish, and and, um, and I mean they're bright blue. I mean, I, 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 you, you, the look, sharp I, nose we, and we, everything. We have sent those pictures um, to Doctor Quint White and stuff, and and um, we'll we'll talk about. It. Let's take a break. We'll we'll talk about that when we come back. That's that's actually a, a pretty good conversation. If you want to give us a call, six four one ten ten, right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Dimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors. I'm Captain Rich Gray, Captain Kirk Waltz. And uh, hey, look, if you um, if you need a, a dock, first off, CNH Marine Construction. All right, but here's the other thing: they do bulkheads. Yeah, I've seen some of the walkways they've done through swamps and stuff. Bob's do, attention to detail Bob's, is yeah. is like an artist. Yeah, and and if you need your trailer redone, yeah, you, you know they they'll do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a home run. Okay, no, we I've never had anything like that happen story. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, yeah. There, yeah, there's I, a story I, behind that I, one. I fished with, with Bob and his son, right? And, um, yeah, I still and, owe him and, a trip for that, too. Yeah, yeah I did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I, dude, I haven't gotten my trip yet, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> no, they do good work. They I do mean, great work. I mean, everything they yeah, do is yeah, first if you, class. If you just go to, go to their website, it's cnhmarine.com, and, and look at the docks they're building now. Yeah. I mean – like just an old wooden dock no that's i mean this these things are beautiful beautiful talk to bob this week it's kind of kind of kind of cool so we were we were talking about that specific shark yeah that 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 you've caught and i've caught those sharks too what are they call short i think short fin mako is yeah. what they're called and and and, and if they're, they're in smaller. the mako family i would love to to try one because have have you ever eaten mako shark? I have. It it's, tastes like swordfish. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, very it's, good. It, it's, very good. It, it's very good. But these sharks are so interesting. Um, the the only place that I ever caught them and I've ever seen them is on a pogey pod. I've never seen one behind yep. a shrimp boat. I've never seen one. I've never caught one slow trolling. The only place that I ever catch them is is on a bait pod. Yeah, and, and I was tarpon fishing when I hooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm yeah, trying to catch tarpon, and he ate a float rig. Yeah, and we got him up to the boat, and I'd never seen one before, but I noticed the nose of it was real pointed, and yep. his eyes were real black. Yep, yep. And I got on the radio, and I called George Strait, and I said, "George, I got the weirdest looking shark I ever seen." And he goes, "Describe it." And he goes, "Oh, that's a short fin mako." He said, "The skin's kind of blue," and I said, "Yeah." And he goes. What'd well, you do with it? And I said, I, I just let it go. And he goes, oh, <laughs> don't let it go. Put him on ice. He said, you should eat them. Yeah. I said, and, and I've never, you know, I, I've caught plenty of them. Plenty of them. Yeah. And, and every time I catch one, I take a picture of it because they're very big, but they're, they're, they're kind of docile. Yeah. They're not, they're, you know, they, they, they pull some drag to begin with. And then you can always tell when it's that particular shark because they, 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 they just kind of roll around and I mean, they don't, they don't do much, mm -hmm. you know? The yeah. next time you catch one and you don't want it, call me. Okay, I, I will come and get it. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I would like to confirm that that's what it is. Oh, I mean, you yeah. know, I, I uh, bet yeah. you it is. Yeah, but you know what they look like. I don't. Know. I'm. I'm not a big fan of dragging sharks in a boat. Yeah, I, me neither. I don't like. <laughs> no, these are big fish. Too many How toes big? and flip flops. These are six, seven, eight footers. Oh, yeah. 
You know, no, no yeah. and, and again, it's it's just like we talked about it's earlier. Only like maybe a four foot. I've never caught a small one. If They're I had all, a bang stick or something, you know, where I could <laughs> yeah. pop them in the head, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it, it's 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 a very interesting fish, and, and and being out there, you know, you you would have to be out there for a lot of years fishing bait pods and stuff to to and 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 do other things. Like I said, I've never seen one behind a shrimp boat. Hmm. Never caught one behind that's, a shrimp. You no. would think that's where you would see them. Yeah, and, and they're no. they're not there. They're because I, I, with their skin color, they would stick out like a sore thumb. Sure, you know. Uh, so I've I've caught them in the bait pods, and and you'll you'll see them. They they blow baits up just like tarpon do. So a lot of times, you you, you know, if you don't actually see the fish, you'll you'll think it's a you'll think it's a tarpon, mm. but. It's it's a it's a very strange and, and I'm like you every time I, I I catch one I seriously I take a picture of it because I've never ever gotten a, a true identification of what that shark is. All, only thing I ever remember was the nose was real pointed. Yep, and it, the shark skin was just kind of a, a pale blue. Yep. yep, and I was like, wow, That's look at just, that! That's a cool looking yeah. shark. But I mean, not I've, knowing what it was, they I've have caught, huge eyes. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I've I've caught a hundred of them. Yeah, huh. you know, I mean, they're quite prevalent in the springtime. Um, and those guys, yep. you know, everybody listening out there today, if y'all want to catch a few sharks, you you have my permission. Just go ahead and have <laughs> yeah, yeah, offshore. Yeah. <laughs> catch those, uh, catch some big old bull sharks all you want, you know? Man, those things are dangerous. They are so aggressive. Yeah, whatever, whatever you see, how fast oh, yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. And, and if you were, again. That, that it, is truly the amazing thing. It is. When you see one hit a kingfish, like a kingfish yeah and you're like i didn't know they could move that fast. right i've seen him chase mullet down in pine island sound down in in southwest florida right to watch him scoot across those flats it's unbelievable yeah yeah because and every he, time you see a bull shark he's just kind of lazy yeah, he's just going along yeah. real slow yeah, yeah, going real slow. Back dude when he gets lit up oh yeah you can and, and i hate to but i always think about when i when i when i see that i'm like what if what if somebody was diving or 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 swimming, or, or you know, or oh, I mean, you, I mean, if he literally takes a you're notion back on to, the menu, to, to, yeah, you're back on the menu. Oh yeah, Man, you know? I don't think I want to do that. No, no. me neither. No, I don't know. No, uh-huh. I don't. I don't want to go out there right now and shoot fish. I think uh, hell no. You know, I mean, they're I, just I, too, I, they've I, gotten I, really aggressive the last two years. Yes, they have more so than I've ever seen in the forty years I've fished. I mean, off there shore. is no way you could dump me off <laughs> overboard. <laughs> And, and with tanks on right now and say, uh, go go shoot me a grouper. Uh-uh. Well, one of the guys told me that. I, they called me earlier in the week, and they go, man, you're not going to believe this. And I said, what's that? And they go, I was getting ready to leave the spot, and these guys came over to MR and dumped two divers over the side to go down and look at that wreck. And I'm like, what? I'm thinking, obviously they haven't seen those sandbar sharks down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know what? Those guys, it doesn't seem to bother them. I, I mean, don't know. When that, I used to dive, I know you dove. It used to. It bothered me. It bothered me. I'd go down there, and if I'm I saw them, I'd go right back up. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's this is their home. I'm leaving. I'll go find another spot. You know, hmm. there's plenty of places out there. There's plenty of places to get away from that nonsense. I don't know. It seems like they're they're pretty prevalent, like you said. Any kind of wreck or whatever. You they know, are. I mean, it, it, especially especially right now. It, in the beginning of the summer, it seemed like it was we were. Might get away with it this year, but oh my gosh! In the last six, seven weeks, what about the what about barracudas? I haven't heard you guys talk about. There are plenty are of they, them. Are they're they still, everywhere. 
Okay. They yeah, are and, and, and um, but the sharks will eat them too. The sharks eat the heck oh, out yeah. of them. Yeah. They'll and, eat and, the you know, fire out of them. For for years, I always said there was no basically predator for the kudas because you know the kudas ain't our kingfish. You know, when I was always Snapper, like, damn, I wish yep, something yep. would would eat these kudas. Well, now, <laughs> now, um, so you I, wish I, I had granted. I, I had one eat by a Goliath. Um, really? Last year? Oh, yes, mm. sir. On the surface, came up and ate him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so so the Goliaths eat them, the sharks eat them. They're not, <laughs> they're not the the number one predator anymore. They're hangry. Uh, they're eating. I mean, I don't hey. care what it is. You can throw a grunt over the side, and they're going to eat the grunt. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, you can do the bio trauma, drop the, the red snapper down with the you know the five pound lead weight, and you know he's going to eat the lead weight. You come up, and half the rig's missing. You go, well, that snapper didn't bite that off of there, right? Five pound weight's mm. gone. You're going well. That biotrauma unit didn't work real good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sandbar shark sure like that red snack. You know. Oh uh, shoot! All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got an LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoors show. Now time for the LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. And what does the LV Hires do? Anything fuel. I mean, basically, uh, they, if you own or operate like a an unbranded convenience store, uh, they can. It, so they, they 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 put you in with everybody else to get you the best price on fuel. If you have a job site, yeah. you need a tank. LV Hires uh, that that's the that's the place to go. So this week. And, and actually, for the last two weeks, I've, I've started to shoot my bow a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting tuned up. And I'm not I'm not shooting 25 times. Uh, you know, I, in the beginning, I always just take it easy. You know, I'll Yeah, me shoot, too. I'll go out and shoot five or ten. And five that's or it. ten. Yeah, that's, 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 what it. I, that's what I'll do. I'm but, done. But I bought a new insert for my 3D target. So, it's, it, it's you know, whenever you use it a lot, you know, it, it becomes easier to extract your arrows. Well, mm-hmm. I'm shooting very heavy arrows now. Shooting? You still shooting carbon? Really? Or you shooting yeah, shoot carbon. All right. How yeah. many grains? Uh, I, I forgot. Four fifty. I mean, they're they're heavy. Yeah, I'm shooting four seventeen. Yeah, and, so that and, is heavy. And, and they'll go into that target. Well, you know, this time of year, your hands are sweating, <laughs> and you go to pull them out. <laughs> can't get them you, out. You can't get them out. And you mm-hmm. want to do like Jeff did and pull one out and stick it in your groin. It, 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 exactly. Bury that thing in your, in your muscle. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah they had to go, I mean, like, emergency right, room. Yeah, right oh. there near the who's was. The knock, oh. the knock yeah, the, it stuck it in, oh. in, in his, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, you, you don't want to do yeah, that. You don't want to do a whoop-de-doo, you know. So, I had I, I, I had remembered, um, I don't know, I don't know how long ago we did this, but I thought Kirk had something that, that you could literally. Grip, yeah, grip the arrows. Grip the arrows yeah. with and, and, and pull it out. Yeah. yeah. So, Tell us about it, Kirk, because this, this is basically this is an cool. air pull. What it is is it, it's a hard piece of rubber. It's about six inches long, and it's split down the middle like a hot dog bun. Right. And what you do is you take that 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 crack where the grip is on on it. And if you go onto our Facebook page, you'll see it. And basically, you just go up to the base of the arrow closest to the target, and you squeeze it. Yeah, and it's got enough rubber in it. The rubber is soft enough where you get a good firm grip, mm-hmm. and you just pull it real slow, and it'll pop it right out of there. That's uh, that's awesome because yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I had 
one of those little tools that you don't really know how much you need it until you have it. You go, where's this been my whole life? Yeah. Well, and if you're shooting. You're shooting right now. You're hitting Outside at it, 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 let's just say six o'clock, you're sweating. Oh yeah, you know? Well, I'm shooting. I'm si- shooting sixty three pounds right now on my on my bow, mm-hmm. on my uh, mission bow, and and with sixty three pounds at twenty yards, it'll put that arrow. Oh, it's pushing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's three quarters of the way through there. Sure. Right. Sure. And then if you shoot a group, a good group, and you've got five that right. are real tight in that group, it's hard to get your hand in it there is. and pull them out. Yeah. With this little device, you just go in there and you squeeze it. And you can pull it. You can pull it right out. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So strike zone has them. strike zone has them. Perfect. Perfect. There's your LV hires gear tip of the week. All right. Now it's time for Top Gun. Top Gun for speed. What's going on, boy? What's happening, Top Gun? Good morning, Captain Faber. First of all, let me say. Captain James T. Kirk, welcome back. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks, Jay. I don't know what the hell is going on, Yeah. but everybody in the free world was texting, where's Captain Kirk? What's wrong with Captain Kirk? And the boys would be like, oh, well, um, he, uh, He's on a sabbatical uh, with the monks. That's right. You know? And I'm like, what's He's got a the gambling what, problem, what, okay? <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with him? Has he got COVID or something? It was the biggest mystery absence since Jimmy Hoffa went missing. <laughs> That's pretty deep, man. That's pretty deep. No, but I'm glad I was under the weather, and I'm, I'm I'm starting to make the turn to the to the to the bright side you Woo-hoo! know going that's away from the great. dark side yeah yeah thank you that's great because your that. expertise was missed well thank you just yes. so you know which generous. one all of them <laughs> <laughs> he's good he's the man he's good uh thank you that's anyway last week here's my question of the week last week uh captain favor mm-hmm. you and Lagerman got some text from somebody that said the bearded pig comes from Southeast Asia. And y'all were all giddy. Oh, that's where it comes from. How long has the bearded pig been a sponsor on that show? Uh, Over a year. Oh, Lord. Maybe a couple years. No, no, no. Bearded pig's been less probably three or four years. Three or four years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I knew that two years ago. Okay, well, then and you know, know more than I do. I know you're wondering, how did Top Gun know that? So go ahead, ask me, ask me. <laughs> hey, Top Gun, how <laughs> did you, you know, know that? that? Well, back when that place was trying to open for 17 years, and y'all kept going, <laughs> the bearded pig would be open in two weeks. Right? Not, bearded pig would be open in a month. Well... One day I was driving by there, and I see two cars and a pick-em-up truck. Uh-huh. So I pulled in there. I said, I'm going to find out what's going on here. So I walked in there, and the owner was standing there talking to some guy. And I'm looking around the place, and finally he goes, can I help you? And I said, are you the owner? And he said, yeah. And I said, when's this place going to open? <laughs> it was all gutted. It was completely gutted. There was wires 
hanging down from the ceiling. And he goes, uh, we're hoping on two weeks. And I'm looking at a carpenter back in the back with a tool belt on, and he's got an expression on his face like, where am I going to start? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, and so I said to the owner, what is a, what is a bearded pig anyway? I've never seen a bearded pig. And he looks at me and goes, who are you? And I said, I'm Top Gun from the outdoor show. And he looked at me like, Top Gun from what? Yeah. And um, so he said, it's a pig in Southeast Asia. And he said, this is a Southeast Asia chain. That's what he said. So I don't know if there's a bearded pig restaurant in Southeast Asia or what. That's, but just, anyway, that's great I history, just, Top Gun. Thanks, great. I, I really appreciate you sharing yeah, that. Yeah, with thanks us. for sharing that with us. You know, that's like a yeah, Mr. Rogers moment. I, I, I don't know that I could have gone home without you sharing that with us. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Woo-hoo. Well, somebody needs to know what's going on there. It's like uh, the I Bill mean, Nye geez, science guy of airport. About, yeah, I think wow. the bearded pig is related to like the, the poop goose or something. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about behind the times. I mean, they don't even sponsor me. I mean, what the what? <laughs> well, we'll have to get you a hat or something. Yeah. We'll work anyway, on that. Anyway, these two blondes are out in California. You know, I take offense to that. I'm a blonde, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, you stopped being blonde and a long time ago. And they're at a uh, restaurant on the water, and they're out on the deck, and it's dark, and there's a beautiful full moon out. And one blonde looks at the other blonde, and she says, uh, let me ask you a question. Which do you think is closer to us, the moon or Florida? And the blonde thinks for a few minutes, and she says, uh, I'm going to go with the moon because I can't see Florida. FGS, baby! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Top Gun. Oh, oh buddy. That book's getting kind of thread worn, isn't it? <laughs> Damn, better hit that library there. Yeah, yeah. Jack's Speech branches. Okay. So, so what would Logan's reaction be? I don't know. I'll give it a four. Did you hear last week's? I, I, I didn't catch it all. Okay. You had to. It went right over Logan's head, man. It, we went on a break right after. Top Gun's joke, and he's like, "I, I, I, I don't, it. I don't get it. I, I missed it. I had to explain it to him." Yeah. So anyway, and that's and that never makes for a good joke. No, 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 no. It doesn't. Mm. Let's go talk to Rick before we take a break. Things scarier than sharks. Yeah. What's up, Rick? Scarier than sharks. Yeah. Try uh, wading the flats, looking for tailing red uh-huh. when the rattlesnake comes at you. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yep. Been yep, there, seen the, that. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, that's nasty. Yep, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely seen, definitely seen rattlesnakes, and 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 you're right. For some reason, it's like they swim at you. Yeah, right at do, you. Do you carry yeah, a pistol rather, with you? Well, I was going to say, I, I first time happened, I slapped him with a fly rod. Yep. Uh, the second, then I went to a little pawn shop and bought myself a Sears Ted Williams twenty-two nine-shot revolver. Nice. Fifty bucks. Yeah, the old Ted bag. Williams. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, double action. I, I carry that in my bag wherever I go when I'm out on the flats. Yep. And the other one is kayaking up in Guana. And uh, mm-hmm. we were duck hunting up there one time and with, uh, with a guy from the eastern shore in Maryland. And we hear this big gator, I don't know, 50, 50 feet away 
crunching and laying down in her bed, and the guy looks at me and says, what's that? I said, it's a big alligator. Well, people that kayak in uh, Guana Pond uh-huh. in, the, in the summertime, there's larger gators in there than I've seen anywhere. And that, you know, I can't imagine being in a kayak and having one of those come up beside the lay on the bow. Yeah. So the 22 will do no good. But yeah, I, you, and, and, and by the way, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. I've, I've thought about that, you know, a 12-foot kayak can it can confuse a, a big gator sure. you know i mean yeah, absolutely. yeah you know um yeah. And, yeah. and and i've always you know again I, I i never try to spook people but i i'm not so sure that i would jump in a little kayak in no. in, in, in the summertime no. you know, or especially in the springtime when they're in rut mm. you when know? they're rutting yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's that's bad mm. they yeah they they're it stupid is. animals anyway and they get even more stupid when they're in rut yeah I like right. that kayak. Hey, well, yeah. blood ties green kayak. It's a green no kayak. Flailing around a lot. Maybe it's trying to draw me in. I think I'll go over and check it out. I'm feeling kind of amorous right now. And you can't paddle fast enough. Is that a moon in the sky? Is that a moon in the sky? Now I'm really feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did, did you say we got flood tides this week? Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, looking at the predicted and the actual up at the Mayport, uh, today may be borderline, but we're halfway to a full moon and over five feet at Volano later this week. So they're going to be early early evening. Today's tides at 4 o'clock, so we're going we're gonna to go out about 3 and, and uh, see if it floods at some of the uh, closer flats to the yep. intercoastal. Little, east, little easterly wind fetch should help, too. Oh, and, and so. um, such a pleasant time of day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that three o'clock yeah. and and uh, that water temperature is you know mm. seventy eight, seventy nine degrees on the beach yeah. right now. And when it turned southeast, and it it it, it was um, I, I guess it was it was it was Thursday. Damn, it was nice all day. Yeah, I was it grateful was, we lived on the beach yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, that sea breeze felt yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So we, well, I was hoping the first nor'easter of the year would uh, hit on the full on the full moon. Uh, here in august but i think it's too early we need a full moon later in august for that first nor'easter so yeah get them all would be get, nice. get the mullet moving around yeah that'd be nice probably going to be the next one there early september it, it, but, it, um, it, it will um and and by yeah. the way really weird rick we, we talked about this on the forecast show um which we didn't have thursday night because of the jags game but the last thursday is i've seen mullet on the beach you know really R- yeah running up in the, you know, i mean like like it and, and going south big schools of them i'm like yeah. You guys, hmm. they're they're like they're they're like trying to be smart to get ahead of all the getting early the chaos. Yeah, they're like they're like we're gonna get out of town before the sharks and the yeah. tarpon and tarpon everything. Tarpon are getting there. awfully frisky in here with these sharks. Think we're going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick, thanks, tarpon buddy. Everywhere. Okay, y'all have a good one. All right, buddy. You too. All right, Lester's calling. Wow, let's yeah, take a break early. and then um, he stayed up all night. Yeah, we must did. Be, must be on Central Time. Good point. Something, something going on. Yeah. Here. Yeah, we haven't heard from Eight o'clock from, the, the from, from the Hall of Famer in a while. Wow. All right. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right. So, Kirk, we got breaking news, right? Breaking oh, news. Yeah, family, uh, Dimnick family of dealerships. Yes, oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Doing an extension. Yeah. Yes. A they deal. Uh-huh. 
They're going to give you a $500 gas card as a promotion through August. Yep. Wow. So they, they extended, extended it. it through August. Yes. Yeah. So Man. it was through July. So we, 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 we just got the news. Yes. Yeah. With every used blast. car purchase. Yep. Every used car purchase, you get $500 gas card, which kind of <laughs> is needed right yeah, now. Right now? No yeah. No kidding. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. All right. Let's go. Uh, Man, talk to the man, Lester, this morning. How you doing? What's up, buddy? I'm in shock. Hey, yeah. yeah, this is awesome. What what brings you out? Man. I, I've been uh, I've been over in over in West Florida, man. The last couple weekends working at the club, getting stand, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Oh, well, good for you. Yeah, it it hasn't been hot, has it? Oh man, it's hot as crap. And uh <laughs> and you know, y'all saying what's more scary than a shark? I'm I'm with you, Kevin. Pit Viper. Oh yeah. Buddy, we we killed one last weekend. Oh, mm. oh my god. Mm-mm-mm. I mean everything that I saw and looked at was a snake after that. That's, oh, yeah. that's that's what bothers you. Yeah, that's it's, right. Tree it, roots. Yeah. You're like tree Ooh, roots. I yeah. mean it, it's it's it you know a piece of plastic yeah, that's, that, right. that's going across right. it's just flying down a dirt road that, that <laughs> looks weird. You know you're like that's a yeah. big snake. That's it, everything's a snake. You're right. Oh yeah. We have my dad. My dad left because we kept messing with him so much, popping him in the back. He got mad and left. But, you know, I was speaking on that him. Right, That's bro. Bad, man. That ain't said, right. Guys, I'm 77 years old. Y'all gonna give me a freaking heart attack? <laughs> I don't like snakes, man. man this time of I year, know. you're walking around the woods. Oh, it's you awful. better be wa- watching where you're walking. I mean, it, yeah. it, and 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 like I said, on my property. <laughs> There ain't no small ones. Mm. They're all giant. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, hey, you went through a bang last year. Oh, killing dude, I, it, I, I, I mean, I killed, <laughs> I killed three, and I mean, the, the smallest one was six foot. That's the smallest one. Yeah, the smallest one. The Easterns. Wow. Yeah, really. Oh, they're giant. They're giant. And, hey, and, then, and then my neighbor killed two more crossing over to go God into my property. Man. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's no, steak haven, man. It, I, I tell you, aren't y'all the same way about how when you get in your truck, you literally, you start getting the heebie-jeebies on the back of your cab, thinking one's under the seat of the truck. I mean, it just ruins <laughs> your day. <laughs> They're I in do, your head, man, Lester. I they got legs up like, God almighty, yeah. damn, you know. You know, I, I, oh. and I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you a picture of this, Rich, here, here in a minute, but I was mowing a food plot, and it was high, you know, bush hog, tractor, right? You're safe, right? Well, Snake can't get to you yeah. in, a, in a tractor. Well, I I go around. I got one tree, and it's a it's kind of an oak tree, and 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 the, and the roots come up, you know. And, and I'm going around tight on it, and I look down, and there's there, there's a, a, a rattlesnake laying on t- on on that on that root that's a foot away from my leg, Ooh. and I'm like, oh my god, I, mean, I still get chills about it. I'm like, holy, like, but it was it, he, it was probably the only place that he was he could get to. Yeah, you know, he, I, I wish that he'd just gone into the woods, and I would have never have known about him. But no, he called up on the street, and he's looking right at my, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, he's looking at you like. like yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Snakes, snakes don't, bother don't bother me. All they got to worry about up north is, hey, Ma, call the cops. You shot. He's on the <laughs> shot. He's in the bunker pod. <laughs> yeah, in the bunker. In the bunker. Hey, Ma. I got to tell y'all something weird that happened to me last last Saturday, and I've yet to hear anybody. Everybody goes, what, Les? 
Okay, hold I'm on a quick second. Yep. If Lester says Lester. that it's weird, yeah. this is going to be really weird. This is weird, you, man. You, ha- you, you have, because your scale is a little bit different than most people's. So go okay. ahead. Check this out. I was walking out of my father's house with my pistol and had a box of ammo in my hand. Dropped the box of ammo and bam! I mean, freaking nine millimeter goes off in the house. No oh. pistol. The round went off in a sealed box. Okay, that's really weird. You ever had that that is no. So wait, 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 wait. You dropped the whole dropped the whole box, box around. Yeah, dropped the whole box on the cement. Yeah. Uh, on the on the uh, tile floor in the house, you know, in the box, and it went off. I've talked to policemen. My dad, you know, my family. We've never ever. Uh-huh. I thought I was shot. I thought my dad, guys, I. <laughs> Where did I mean, it go? I, it won't go anywhere. There's no chamber. We, we, it don't go nowhere. Right. It don't go nowhere. Yeah. But but it it did it did cause me to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right to the right to the washing machine. Go, go right to the washing machine. Go to the laundry room. So awesome. Close the door. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something, brother. Go take a shower. I I literally ripped my shirt open. You know, uh, it was a button-up shirt. I ripped it open. Immediately started looking at my instantly thinking I was shot. Turned around, my dad's you know looking at me like, "What? He thought I shot a pistol." <laughs> and uh, I'm like, "Dad, wow. he shot." He goes, "What?" The? I mean, could not believe it. The damn lab looked over at us. You know, she's ready to fetch her dove. You know. <laughs> I have so the round it. just stayed in the box. Yeah. Yes. It never sure came did. out of the out of the. Uh, no, it won't, it won't go anywhere. The brass have a chamber. All it did yeah. was shatter the. Uh, like, uh, yeah. say you and I put a firecracker in the box. Mm-hmm. It had a couple of busted open places like that, but no shrapnel, no nothing. Uh, I Gosh. guess that was the. I just don't scare the crap Guys, out of me. Oh yeah, so, oh, that's so, a one in a billion chance. I mean, that what? Yeah, so yeah. what do you think yeah. happened with it? Do you think that there was just something did, did, that did, was on did, the pin? Yeah, that, I mean, it was. It was some. Some did. Was the primer no. punched? No, but I, we have yet to look in the box. I'm scared to death. Yeah, to okay. mess with it. I'd send that. I'm serious, I'd send Kevin. that to whoever you you know whoever makes I'm that. I'm going to, but to I'm not kidding y'all. We put it in an ammo box and sealed it up. But you know, daggers, don't touch that thing, man. We just put it in a box and left it. And yeah, because you don't know if there's any more of those. Right, right. That yeah, I'd be yeah, sending I'm that whole box to death back to mess with it. Wouldn't you be, Kevin? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm that's freaky. And, and I did peek in there, and Dad goes, "God dang, these ain't even uh, crap bullet. These are freaking hot, hot loads. You yeah. know, uh, hollow point." And uh, uh, I was like, wow. "God have mercy, man!" Wow, that is that is really. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it, you know, crazy, I, I'm, I'm sure just like you guys, like at the at the end of of the day, I I. Take shells. Obviously, we would t- we we unload our guns, and and when I drop one every now and then, I flinch. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So because you always think about it, if it hits the wrong way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's never happened to me, but I mean, I'm, I'm very careful. God, but it, yeah. it does happen when you're on the porch and you take it out and yeah. it, and it goes flying. But my gosh, yeah. I I have never you, heard. You of know, that. guys. Here, here's the thing that we've always taught our boys, our dads taught us. You know, I said, Dad, we talked about it at the lodge. 
you know, he's like, man, you know, 13 billboys all growing up together, you know, cousins on the same farm. We never had a gun go off. God bless us yes. for that. And uh, just to know that exactly what we were taught, there are no second chances. Right. You know what I mean? With an unloaded, you know, I was taught unloaded guns will kill you. So you always treat one as if it's loaded. I don't care if anybody Absolutely. tells you. It's that's, that, that's, that's, that's the first lesson. There, yeah, there's no second chance. You know, I, I taught my boy, and, and I talked to them on the phone and, uh, you know, at home. I said, guys, that's what dad's talking about. They're, you know, I can't take that shot back. It's over and done with. Right, that's right. I mean, man. But uh, you guys have a blessed day, man. Thanks, Thanks for sharing. Uh, it's good, good talking good, to you. Good catching good up. Good chat this morning. Yeah, I'll man. stay. I'll stay in touch. All right, buddy. All right. See you. See you. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's scary. Yeah, I've never heard of that. No. no, I've never heard of it either. No. And I've I've dropped rounds on the on the floor. You know. Of course you have. Oh, everybody has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you know, how many of you? Well, how many times have you unloaded a shotgun after you've been turkey hunting? That's and, what I'm saying. And you try to jack one out and it, it you goes, miss it. Yeah, and you hit the ground. Yeah, right. You know? Every yeah. time, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even try to catch one. Right. Yeah, and Kevin, you're right about you're right about the flinch too. It's like you do. I mean, there's no question. Every yeah, time little, it's, you 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 think about what yeah. just happened to him, um, because you know obviously you see what what bullets and shells can can do. Well, you, but oh my god, you know what right. Lester just did too. So everybody that's listening, all of us and everybody out there, yeah. now the next time you go to unload your you're firearm, gonna be more you're going to be real careful about yeah. it because... Hey, you're afraid to open the box. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> no wrap well, bubble and, wrap. And his point is well taken. I mean, I, I, I hammered into my kids, and even at our hunt camp, I mean, there's a sign on the door, you know, basically check check your gun. Yeah. No, no loaded guns in the house at all, period. Right. And I, I'm bad about it. People walk up to me and I'll say, look, you, is your gun loaded? No. Well, open up the breech open so I can bolt. see it. Yep. Right. Open I want to see it. Open right. It. Yeah. I just, it's just part of the mechanical part of me that just says, you know, you can't take it back. No. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's the way that, we were all raised. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, again, you know, I mean, I, I, I get it. Not, not everybody was raised with guns, you know, but I, 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 I never found it weird to get in my dad's truck and a, and a gun be hanging behind me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was, I found it weird if there wasn't it, one. It wasn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, like, you know what I mean? I mean, we all, we, it, 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 and they were always, always unloaded. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it. now, it was easy to find a shell. Sure. <laughs> to, you know, yeah. God forbid if a quail or something crossed the road because he'd wreck the truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, absolutely. 641 Ten ten, give us a call right here on the Nimdick Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Captain Rich Gray, Captain Kirk Waltz. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Be right back. Eighty-two, eighty-three. The song. Oh, I want to say a little later than the, little later than. I don't know. No, I'll no, to, no, I'll no, no, no. Because it I was, uh, uh, you know, I was driving real early before 16 <laughs> and i remember this this song being played uh, okay I'll, i'm yeah. gonna look it up yeah. give me a yeah. minute yeah. folks if you're looking for a little getaway and uh, boy I, I mean there's there's been a ton of folks that listen to the show friends of mine that have taken advantage of steenhatchie river club they've gone over there and, and stayed with these folks and everybody it comes back and says man can't wait to go back and carrie and i are the same way we went over there in march um, fished with our, our good buddy Jody Griffiths for the 
uh, inshore fishing. Or when I say inshore fishing, it's kind of on the, on the flats, reds, trout. Right now, you got um, scallop season still going on. But yeah, ch- just go, go to our website. I'll go to the homepage, outdoorshow.com. Click on Steen Etchy River Club. Look at these little cabins they have. And uh, they got a, like a little screened in back porch with a Weber grill. It, you know, so you can stay away from the bugs this time mm. of year. It's just a, just a cool place. All right. You ready for you ready for this? I am. August 24th, 1979. 79. Wow. was okay. when it was released. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I knew that it was. It, 79. It, 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 it yeah. Was seven, Boy, you guys were still getting pushed around in strollers, weren't you? Yeah, I was eight. <laughs> I, was, I was eight. Yeah. Uh, you had blonde hair then, yeah. didn't you? I had long blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were like, what, 43 or? <laughs> No, I was I was uh, I was forty four. <laughs> okay, I right, wasn't sure. I was eight. And and you you really want to hear something scary? <laughs> I really was driving around. Is <laughs> he in that truck again? Kevin, get out of that truck! Kevin, that's if it was daytime. I was, Dad was okay. You were rolling. It. I was rolling. Yeah, I mean, but hell, I would started. You know, I started driving a tractor when I was six, you know. I mean, I was mowing fields when I was yeah. seven, you know, bush hogging and stuff, only doing two miles an hour. But right. still, you know, I mean, you're, you yeah. knew, you knew how to work the clutch. You got knew the basics down. Shift. Yeah. You know, so what's the difference between that? And, yeah. and, and, and again, I, pro- I probably would drive around Palm Valley and Ponte Vedra at that time and, and not see anybody. Yeah. It's fun stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Why not? That's, yeah, that's, that, that, that's going way back. Kirk, um... It's it, it's been interesting this year. You know you know how I love to tarpon fish, and and I've 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 had my tarpon rods on the boat since probably middle of May, because I'm I'm to the you know if if I'm going and, and I'm catching bait right on a, on a pogey pod and I see tarpon I'm I'm going to give it a shot. Absolutely. And I always if it, it, let's just say that um, even if we're fishing like the gate station or something like that, I run the beach. I don't run. Offshore, I run the beach because I'm look, you know, watching bait pods. Just yeah, you're there. always watching. I'm always, and 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 I've seen very few tarpon this year. I mean, very few. But if you listen to the guys fishing north of 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 St. Augustine, um, it sounds like they're 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 doing very well. I think they were in the river because a lot of the okay. tarpon that I'm seeing, you know, they're granted now there are some big ones in there, but the ones that that I've seen. And the ones I saw Monday and then the ones I saw Wednesday, they're all, I'd say, 30 to 50, 60 pounds, a mm-hmm. lot of them. A lot of them. Right. And to me, that smacks of more of a juvenile tarpon. Right, coming out of the river. Right. right. And I know Chris Holloman, you know, I, I communicate back and forth with him a little bit on Facebook, and, uh-huh. and he's been posting stuff up. You know, he's running charters up in the upper part of the river. Chris is targeting tarpon a lot up the river. And some of the ones I see him catching are the, it looks like they're 50 to 80, 90 pounders, mm-hmm. you know, which are a little bit bigger, right? but but smaller tarpon, not like those big giant 100 plus pounders yep. that we see, 150 pounders. Yeah. And I think that's where they're coming. I think they're coming out of the river. And they're coming because the, there's a, been a lot of bait up in the river. I know a friend of mine was fishing up at Nassau a couple of weeks ago and nobody could find any pogies. Mm-hmm. And I remember I... For some reason, he sent me a text, and he goes, "Bogies are everywhere. And I'm like, where in the heck are you at? And he goes, oh, we're west of the Nassau Bridge. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, yeah, we're way up the bay. Up, I said, you mean west back over of by- the bridge? So they're back over there 
up into the bay back west of, of, of Amelia Island. Huh. So the Pogies had pushed way back up in there and yeah. got in that, like they do in Salt Run. Yes. Mm -hmm. Had gotten back in that dirty water. And so the, the bait, I think, has been around a little bit, and we talked about this earlier in the summer. I think a lot of the bait went deep for a long time, and then it would pop up, and then it would go deep again and pop up. I think a lot of it was going up in the river, you know, just like in Salt Run. And, it would go up in Salt Run. Up in there. And the tarpon were in there with them. And now that it's starting to come out, we're starting to see pogies more and more in the last two weeks than we've seen all summer. They're, they're all up in that bait. <laughs> and it, it, but the, the interesting thing is is that pretty much for the summer, there has been bait north of St. Augustine, mm -hmm. uh, as in the inlet. Yeah. You know, and, and right around you, the bar. You, yeah, you come out and, and there's the bait and – and then you can you can kind of go down the beach and find more bait and, and which is uh, uh, it's just strange to me that there hasn't been you know one or two or three mornings where you they're get off by yourself and, and 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 they're chewing you know I mean there's just yeah I've seen very little of that yeah. I saw that um, a month and a half I mean, maybe two to, months ago it, a couple times July was money yeah I mean July but Rich just like we talked about you. And, and 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 I get it. They don't want to give you too many reports, but the guys that are fishing there in the afternoons are are doing very well. Yeah, very well. You know, they, those fish, those fish have. It's like they've almost changed their pattern. Well, of, of when they're feeding, I think they have, and I think you know. You said it earlier. I mean, Rich. You know, a lot of times you get in there and you start beating on those fish. Mm -hmm. They change their pattern. Sure, mm -hmm. it's just like. Just like all the wild animals, you go in the woods and you start beating on the deer. You guys were talking about it last weekend. Yep. Dave Edwards brought it up. He goes, "If they smell you a couple times, you're okay. But once they start smelling you all the time, right? They're they're going to leave. Mm -hmm. You know, the deer aren't going to come around where you're at. You or they're going to go totally nocturnal. Yeah, yeah, or they're going to just start coming out at night, and not yep. not bother. And I think fish are a lot the same way. I know I had conversations this week with uh, a lot of the guys that like fishing the St. Johns River and. Bob Morris posted something up on Facebook, and he goes, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of reds and trout mm -hmm. in the St. John's right now. And I know uh, Chip Davis said some things. Uh, a couple of the other guys did too. I really think the dredging has had a lot of, to do with it. Yeah, you've been beating you, that go, you go in there yep. and you beat, you beat them up like that. Right. You go in there with these giant cranes and buckets, and I'm not talking one. I'm talking three and four total dredge operations – from the carrier basin at at the Mayport Navy base all the way west of the Danes Point Bridge, and you start banging and beating and banging and beating, you're changing the migration pattern of all those trout, reds, flounder, everything. I mean, you're, you're taking ledges that they're used to feeding off of or eddies or places where they've normally have found food and everything's changed, mm -hmm. they're going to move. The water gets dirty. It's like us when we sit around a campfire. We'll sit around the campfire, and it's burning good. But when that wind switches and that smoke gets in your face, mm -hmm. you're leaving. And a lot of these fish don't like filtering all that nasty stuff through their gills. They're going to move. And I think it's indicative of everything that goes on. You know, as soon as the dredging operation started in May and the water started to clean up, we started seeing smattering of pogies here, a little bit there, a little bit here. Now that it, now we're into August, so that's the end of May, June, July. So we're two and a half months down the rope. All of a sudden, the pogies show up on the beach. To me, that could be indicative of, of the lack of the dredging, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, they were dumping sand in front of Jacksonville Beach, Neptune Beach, and Atlantic Beach 
for two and a half years. Yeah. You know, they go out towards the spoil area, which is what, what's that, five miles, six miles? So go from there to the sand hills that you and I have fished for years towards Ponte Vedra and dump all that sand and debris out there. It changes things, you know? And I think that's had a effect on the fishery. It's, well, yeah, well it's, not only does it change ledges, things like that, but what you we were talking about earlier is the salinity levels. Salinity levels, let me say that again. That, you know, that's another huge difference. It that's is. That's a big body of water. So you're talking about a large, you know, amount or volume of water changing. Salinity levels is everything, especially fishing that river. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you, whenever we have Dr. Quentin White on, yes. you know, and he does, that, that's his baby. Yeah, you know, that, that couple of days I spent with him a few years back was mind-blowing he opened my eyes to a lot of things and that that's could be a, a big part of it sure yeah, I mean, and he looks at it from a, you know a scientific perspective sure. and sure. and we look at it from the the fact that we just spend a lot of time on there we don't understand a lot of the chemical nuances that he does well, well the other thing and i don't mean to interrupt you because i want you to finish but he looks at it in as in generations yeah right you know yeah. he, he doesn't look at it like we do like Today, We've tomorrow, noticed that the eelgrass is gone in our lifetime, right? You know, right. And, and things like that. So he looks at it in a different perspective. Well, he's right. looking at the whole biochemistry of it from from the protozoan that's buried down in the mud, <laughs> right. you know, all the way to the surface of the water. And we don't mm -hmm. think in that way. We're thinking shrimp, mud minnows, mullet, right? Jacks, catfish. We're looking at the different species, how they feed, what they feed on. The clarity of the water, the bottom structure. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we look at it than he does. And even though he's an outdoorsman, a hunter, and a fisherman, he looks at it from a totally different perspective. It's it's kind of, it, it's the way I remember when I was riding with the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, and I went on canine runs a bunch of times with Brad Smith, and we did a teaching thing down at the police academy. And one lady goes, "Well, how does a dog smell?" And he goes, a dog smells a lot different than a human. A human sees a hamburger, and he sees a hamburger with the cheese hanging off the edge and a bun. <laughs> making me hungry. The dog smells the sesame seeds, the mustard, the ketchup, the pickle, the brine that the pickle was, was brined in, the hamburger, what was in the hamburger meat, what kind of <laughs> seasonings in the ham he sm He smells in layers, just like a deer does. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that's how... The animals look at things a lot differently than we we do. Well, I, I can tell you this: how, I, I I know for a fact that I really stink to deer. <laughs> so seriously, yeah, I, they, they can they can smell me like a half a mile away. To I'm deer? like, wait a minute. I think you that's know? true of all of us, though. So. Just yeah, just but, to deer. But you, huh? That's a deer, right? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, not just to deer. Yeah, but but <laughs> Carrie, I I went way Carrie sitting head, in Chris. a stand. Kayla sitting in a stand. They're not as threatened. It's a different smell, I'm telling you. I agree. Yeah, Everybody. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, I, and I guess that analogy I was making was, yeah. you know, the difference between us looking at something and where Dr. Yes. White looks at something. But it's also, in, in, in the perspective you're talking about, in smells and like that, I can remember my friends that, that went and fought in Vietnam. They said you could always, the enemy could say they could always smell Americans because of the food we ate. Whereas we <laughs> couldn't smell them because they ate a lot of fish and rice. We didn't. We ate these these meals ready to eat, you know, and drank a lot of beer. They drank, we ate anything. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, you know, SOS, right? right I mean, yeah. you know, white toast and that beef chip beef on a on a on a white toast, and we'd be scarfing that down like, man, those are great. And and they'd be looking at you going, that's nasty. You're gonna eat that, and you exude that out of your pores. I mean, tell a guy to that, that that's an Italian guy that likes to eat a lot of garlic, 
if you've got a friend of yours that, that loves garlic, if he walks up to you and he's had a huge meal with tons of garlic from the night and before. And he's sweating a little bit. You can smell them. Yeah, you can smell it. In a second. It's a great conversation. Yeah. yeah. So Let's anyway. take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. So I uh, was telling everybody last week that um, Claude Nolan Cadillac had some some vehicles of interest to the outdoors guy, even girl. Uh, so I was just looking up just to see what they had left, and uh, they still have a pre-owned 2019 GMC Sierra 2500 Crew Cab Standard uh, four-wheel drive Denali. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it yeah. is a mouthful. That's a <laughs> but, savage truck, but too. If you're, if you're looking for, I mean, and they're hard to find right now, a oh, used yeah. truck, man. How many miles on it? Yeah. Uh, hang on, I'll tell you. 52,000. That's nothing. Yeah, nothing. That's nothing. Nothing. Uh, Claude Dolan Cadillac, obviously, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, the only place to go. But the pre-owned vehicles are, are awesome. I mean, I've done that several times at Claude Dolan Cadillac. All right, let's go, uh, let's go to the phone to talk to Travis this morning. Morning, Travis. Hey, guys. Good morning. Morning, Travis. How are you doing? Good, bud. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Uh, two things. One, I just read in the paper this morning that St. John's County commissioners just bought a 31-acre parcel for $20 million, and they're going to put a fish ra- I mean, a boat ramp in. Yeah, and so 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 I I got the news uh, two or three days ago, and 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 have done some research on it, um, and it's in a perfect spot. I you know it's it's not a spot that I even knew that was up for sale, but it's well, the perfect way to describe it, Kevin. Yep, is just a Jeff could hit it with a baseball. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's it's uh, think about it. Yeah. It's directly it's due east of uh, Home Depot. Home Depot, where we were. Do we and, and the northern oh, really? part, yeah. yeah. So, and the northern part is is boat, uh, Nick's boat road. Yeah, where they Nick's boat yard. I mean, that's that's there. obviously the road they're going to use to get to the boat ramp. Correct. Yeah, Correct. it's thirty-one acres. So, wow. Yeah, wow. I, and I'm sure they don't have any plans for a fish cleaning station. Well, they also said I, I, I've they, I've already I've already had those texts. Um, there needs to be a committee of of of, of fishermen. You know who yeah. use the facilities? That would be could, smart. Yeah, make just make suggestions on on what they need to do with the ramp. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you what, if if St. John's County agreed to give the water and and supply the water and keep it there and all, I bet some of your your you know Nimnik Chevrolet or some of your uh, people they're not real expensive to build. All you need is a you know a ripple roof and some faucets and some cutting boards and, and a little bit of shade for it. Uh, I bet you some of them would, would bounce for it. As yeah. a, as, you know, yeah. they put a nice and, and, sign and, across it. And, and, and by the way, uh, kudos to the, the city council. Um, you know, you know me, I'll, I'll rip them when they need to be ripped. And I, I was, I, I've, I have been all about this boat ramp thing. You know, it's been, it's been a joke. But they're getting ready to purchase 31 acres just for recreational yeah. boat, and, and obviously it's going to be a park too. 31 acres. Where is it at is again? It? Okay, Depot. so you know where the 312 bridge is, mm-hmm. all right? But just before you get to 312 bridge, take a right. Okay. Down Sebastian River, 
Okay. And just before you get to the docks on the left, that big piece of, of, of woods right there on the no, left. Exa- I know exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Okay. That'd be a perfect spot for one. It's a, oh, it's oh, a, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's an incredible spot. It's deep water. Off um, the main ditch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you know, and, and it's in a no wake zone. Mm. Yeah. Uh, That's you, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, Very nice. It's, uh, oh, it's beautiful. It's, it's a perfect somebody, place. Somebody it's did a, the work. And, I, and, 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 and again, as as a all you got, as the a best way to describe it. where it is is if you all, if you all remember being at that fish bites place, just tell tell uh, Jeff to turn one eighty and throw the ball again, and he just hit it. Yeah, yeah. Nice thing too is you got to, you, you have a bait that, shop right there, tackle <laughs> yeah, shop. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, fish yeah, bites is loving it. That's perfect. <laughs> well, why not? Yeah, no, they are. That's a good investment. Okay. Uh, second thing that was a great part that you all did on sharks i just want to stand up for the sharks a little bit okay um you don't like buzzards either and nobody likes bats but we'd be knee deep in bats and in insects without them so they perform a very important source and i know all of you know that oh yeah but at the same time i keep hearing all these different things about this shark's no good or this shark's good could you give me a us i'll take this off the air too uh, I just want to list, like, I know Mako's are good. I know Black Tip, which are spinner sharks, are good. I heard banjo sharks were good to eat. I don't did know you that. Say, did like, you, you say banjo? Banjo sharks, or whatever they I never. Uh, you mm. mean bonnet heads? Yeah, bonnet heads. Yeah, bonnet heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Noel, Noel Kuhn they, is they called out. I've heard, I've heard that from numerous people. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and I've got to say this on the air. I went fishing with Kevin this past week, and it was the first time I can ever remember catching a true hammerhead in this area. It was probably a five-footer. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's it. I'll take that off the air. And I also bring up that thing about them not having bladders, and they kind of piss into the meat and how to prevent that from happening as well. And I'll take all of that off the air. Thank you, Travis. Okay. All yeah. right. Kurt, I'll, I'll leave that one to you. <sighs> so if you catch a bonnet head and you're like, all right, let's 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 try this. I, I, you know, I've always been told, it, you know, because they they pee through their pores. Mm-hmm. So the uric acid that's inside of them, once they die, the best thing to do for a shark after it's dead is to eviscerate it. And if you ever spilled a dead shark, it stinks. Yeah. So yes. best thing to do, put throw them down in ice, let them croak. And usually takes about thirty minutes for them to die, and then pull them out, and then just clean them out. Just to, you can't can't fillet them, but you can eviscerate them, mm-hmm. gut them, and then put them back in the ice, and it'll be fine. I mean, black tips. I think you could probably eat, uh, probably eat a sand shark. You could probably eat a, a brown nose. Um, I've heard good things about bonnet heads. Of course, mako. If you can get one, that's money. Mm-hmm. You can get one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, and there are probably a handful of other ones. I know that some of the guys have cleaned puppy sharks, which are the cold water. Yeah, the cold, what we call cold water cold sharks. Cold water sharks in the wintertime. Yep. We catch a lot of those small sharks, um, what they call them, fine, fine tooth. Um, and those, you know, there hasn't been very many of those around this year. Um, no, there really hasn't. You know, um, because they usually, during the summertime, they become a pain in the rear. Yeah, you know, when you're bottom fishing a lot. Yeah. I haven't seen them or, now or, last or winter. Or downrigger, yeah. you know. Last winter when we were out fishing, we saw a lot. Okay. You know, we were fish for sea bass and stuff and bee liners. What's but, a sea bass? Yeah, really. <laughs> Actually, I heard a good report. One of the guys went out and did a real real good really? number on him. Deep, uh, deep water? Chad Starling. He said he wasn't that deep. 
I think they went out to the hundred foot line. Oh, that's deep. You know, yeah. that's a poke. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not real far. Twenty miles. Twenty twenty two miles. Yeah. But they did real good on it, and I know Steve Mullen did real good on some sea bass. He, I talked to him. That's uh, awesome. That's um, great news. A day before yesterday, and he said they got on real good. He said some big old fat greenheads. So Ooh. it's good to see those around. You know, <clears throat> fantastic eating. Oh um, yeah. Mm. But yeah. I mean, it's it's nice that finally we've got. You know the bait showing up, and you know, we, and and we and going back to tarpon a little while ago, yep. Mike Kogan brought up a really good point. I, I think a lot of times, and he's right, and Kevin, you'd probably concur because you're the tarpon expert. These giant tarpon that we see, I think they're migratory. I oh, think yeah. those big giant ones, they go north and south. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think they follow the bait when the water starts to warm up, and they go all the way up. You know, and, 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 and that uh, that's kind of my point. Yeah, is that the, those fish. Those fish are probably forty years old. Oh yeah, you know, so so they've been there and done that. I mean, when they you pull, a- they don't want they, they they just like the sharks. Okay, the sharks have become attuned with our motors. Mm-hmm. Tarpon are going to do the same thing if if you keep beating up on them. You know, they're they're going to either go somewhere where they're not getting beat up or mm-hmm. change their pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I it, but and I, I absolutely totally agree with Mike on that. I you think know. that, you know, the only predators that, that that those tarpon have, as well as those giant bull reds or those big giant black drum, are sharks. Yeah, big sharks. Sure. Yeah. Big sharks, big you know. Sharks. Yep. I think that we had, um, when the O-Search guys came to town, i never forget, Chris Fisher was down at the dock one day, and I was down there with John Moran, who is an excellent commercial fisherman, mm-hmm. excellent fisherman, and Jonathan runs one of the pilot boats for Jack's Pilot Boat Association. And we were standing there on the dock, and it was the wintertime. And I remember Chris came flying up in his skiff off the O-Search boat that was anchored out off the Navy base. And he got out of the boat, and he was very friendly, and we were talking. And I said, Chris, you know, I'm, I'm really curious. I said, you know, we knew for years that there were great whites offshore here in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. I said, but, we, you know, I guess they come out here to eat the whale calves. And he goes, oh, no, not at all. And I said, well, what are they What are they here eating? And he goes, they they come here to eat the drum, the red drum and the black drum. He said, you got plenty of them. <laughs> right. And lots of them spawning in here. And he said, that's why they're here. Interesting. He said, he said these cold water great whites are here to eat these drum. And that's, that's on their, their diet. That's on their diet. Wow. And I was like, well, dang, I never even thought and, of and, that. And, I didn't either. And, yeah, and, that's and interesting. I, I know we need to take a break. Well, what was it years ago? Somebody came up on a big black drum that was floating. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a great white eating it. Chewing really? It. Yeah. Remember that picture? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was really cool. Oh, I, yeah. 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 Anyway, not surprising. So we got a uh, ring power tip of the week coming up, and it's a good one, simply because I've already gotten some pictures of some big kingfish caught on the beach today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll talk about that right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Faverson with Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Rich Gray. And now it's time for your Ring Power Tip of the Week. And uh, I just want to send out a little uh, shout-out to Jerry Wynn and, and Scott Miles. Fished with me yesterday from the Ring Power Air Compressor Division. I said air conditioning division yesterday, and they're like, dude, we don't do air conditioners, okay? We do air compressors, <laughs> right? I got that all day from them. They're like, dude, we don't do air conditioning. I'm like, shut up. You know, I'm like, it's, it's okay. Uh, but but congratulations to Jerry. He caught he caught a 
really big kingfish. Biggest one I've caught this year. There's a picture of it here. And nice. It, and and the, the, that's, the, good. that's good fish. The, the, the tip is, is that, look, it, 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 if you catch an eight-pound black bass, <clears throat> largemouth bass, you, you don't need to kill these fish, right? We yep. take pictures. We let them go. If you want to have it mounted, take a picture of it. You can have it mounted from the picture. They, they're not the real fish anyway. These big kingfish are all over the beach right now. All right, these are our breeders. Yep. This is this is what they're doing. They're 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 coming in there to spawn, and and, and lay their eggs. There's a bunch of male fish in there too that are ten to fifteen pounds. And I get it. If you're in a tournament and you're, you know, trying to get biggest fish, but if you're out recreational fishermen, just like we did yesterday, the first fish we caught was twenty pounds, and I'm like, you know. And, and Miles was like, hey, I want to keep one to smoke. I said, let's, let's let's see if we can catch a smaller one, which, you know, we're getting plenty of bites, right? Second fish we caught was this, you know, high 30s. And obviously, we weren't keeping that. Everybody was like, let's take a bit. And But it, the one thing about these big fish, and, and big tarpon are the same way, once they fight, they're very docile. Yeah, They're not, you know, you could, you could fight them, and you can see they'll come up and just lay on their side, and, and you could grab them by the tail, Take a quick picture with this one. I noticed that the hook um, was was swallowed, so I, I just I had Jesse just just cut the line, yeah. gave it to her. But she went out of the water for ten seconds and right back in. The, you know, there's no. And, and then by the way, we we ended up catching a seven eight pounder, perfect, well, which was which was perfect for for smoking. Mm-hmm. I'd rather eat the teenagers. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I had a customer of mine the other day that I fished with Grady, and he says I'm not. He said, I'm not a big fan of eating kingfish. And I said, have you ever had it filleted the right way? Mm-hmm. I said, I cut the tenderloins out of them. I skin it. I said, I don't stake them anymore. I right. fillet it just like I would a trout. I do the same thing. And he's like, what? And I said, look, if it's over 25 pounds, I really, I'll, I'll smoke them. I said, but those smaller ones than that, I said, they're delicious. And he goes, really? I said, I eat them all the time. And he goes, well, we'll keep, keep a few. So we kept three the other day and I filleted them out. Tenderloins look like little tubes almost, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, take this home. I gave him the recipe that we use for the for the uh, Ritz crackers and the Parmesan cheese mm-hmm. and the butter. And he sent me a Texas that night, and he goes, this is better than dolphin. <laughs> and I go, I know. I've yeah. been telling people this yeah. for years. Yep. If you it's, eat it, if you, if you can't freeze it, you can't freeze it. You, you know, know, just eat it. Right. Just And, I mean, the thing is, a lot of times, it's like with deer hunting. If you prepare the meat, if you take care of what you do, which you harvest and you ice it down. I mean, I always take my fish. If they're real small, I brine them in the small cooler. If they're a little bit too big, I put them in the fish box. And I fill that fish box full of ice. Mm-hmm. So when I put that fish in there, it's covered with ice. When I get back to the dock, that fish is is ice cold, mm-hmm. and that's the way to that's the way to you clean them. Same cover, thing with yeah. trout, you know. Same same thing with trout. There's your LV heart. Don't your LV heart. Your ring power tip of the week. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> it's just like call it and say it, air conditioning. That. Would have been me. <laughs> Could have been me. All right, where are we going? Where? To, what's uh, what's on line one? Call line me. two. Call all right, me. we're going to two. Chris. Chris. Good morning, fellas. Morning, buddy. Uh, Has a have monster. one hell of a day. He's fired up, man. Oh yeah. I, 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 can I, you I, breathe? I, you can hear it. It sounds like you're breathing. Uh, Kurt wanted to say, man, awesome to hear your voice back on the radio. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> I appreciate awesome. that. Awesome, awesome. Yes, Thank sir. You. Uh, yeah, we, we uh, Katie, uh, Kevin has been Katie bar the door. 
since we pulled in here. Yeah, I. I, <laughs> nice. I I told you you were gonna have a good day. He's now how so bad mad. You want to be yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's killing me. Chris, <laughs> Kevin is so mad. He's I, looking down I, at his I, fingers I, like, oh, yeah. yeah I, I, well, I'm, we've had we've had those you, kind of days lately. You know, it's just been awesome. What do you What do you think of that picture? Um, you know what? I, I didn't I, get I, it. So so, what do I think of the picture? Um, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I am terrible at looking at how big kingfish are on pictures. Yeah, you know, yeah. unless it looks giant. Um, but I, you know, you said forty pounds. I don't see that fish being forty pounds, but I could be dead wrong. Yes, you can't. I can't close your fingers around his tail. Yeah, well, it's a it's a yeah. big fish. Yeah, yeah it's a nice fish. Yeah, and and. She was not docile. She almost snatched me out of the boat. Well, again, that's that's two different scenarios. I tell you you're, what, you're, do this. You're, you're you're gaffing her as soon as you can. Why don't yeah. you do yeah. this? Why don't you clean that fish up for yeah, us? Exactly. Rinse it off. I was going to say, can we get rid of some of the blood? <laughs> I mean, Lord have mercy. Because uh, that's that's weight. No, we can't get rid of that. Yeah, just rinse yeah. it off one time, and then you pick it up and have them take a picture of you holding it. Because I know how big you are, and then we'll be able to tell you that's how big good it fish. is. That's a pretty fish. Yeah. How many others have you caught? Kevin, we've, we've probably caught 10 already. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and, it's, it's uh, wide we, open. Yeah, we've released a bunch of fish already. Yeah, that's how nice. many boats uh, are around you? Uh, they're stretched out all through here. There's from as far south as I can see, there's 45, there's 45 boats uh, south of us. Okay, wow. so but but is everybody spread out? Yeah, yeah, that's it's awesome. not like. It's not like the uh, the old days. The chum hole. Yeah, it's not like the chum hole. <laughs> yeah, that was fun last time, wasn't it? Oh lord! Oh. God, there was a bunch of there was a boat every twenty yards in chum hole that day. Oh, it was horrible. It was tough. I, yeah, Kurt, I, I, and I, seriously, that's the one re- reason that I wanted to fish so bad today because it's. But and I and I've said this when I when I give all this up, the one thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to beach fish. Mm. I love to catch kingfish on the beach. There's something. Yeah different about it i don't know what it is but it's uh, you know for one thing the prop wash bait is just been on fire i mean yes, it's, it's like, uh, oh my god and to see that fish come up and eat a prop wash bait right there is like amazing what's the we uh, had four sky today this morning already four four sky on the boat we put we caught two of them chris what's the moon phase right now at I'm, i was looking trying it's, to find it's, it's half it's half full it's half full yeah, yeah. okay i the just wonder these right fish now. on the beach yeah you the know, moon's up right now. If you if you look up in the sky, the moon's okay, up, probably okay. almost overhead. Oh. Oof, that that's major feed. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm looking for it, but I've I've been watching it the last few days, and and it's coming up. It's it's in the sky in the morning. Now, mm. y'all using runners or ribbon eels no, or we, ribbons and uh, and uh, pogies? You can't. You couldn't buy bait. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Can, yeah, I like that. Buy bait. Yeah, I got. Yeah. Like, I like jigging, jigging, jigging up greenies in here. Oh really? uh, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't doubt that. That 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 place is alive right now. Um, it really mm-hmm. was. There plenty of bait this morning. It, yeah, I, I got frustrated, but yeah, once we threw the cast net on it, it was good. <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, when you're when you're stressed for time, it's you want them right now. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was hoping to get a get a fish go off while we was talking to you, so everybody could hear it. It's, it's a it's a Make the hair stand up on the back of your neck, or it does me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I love that it, sound. You know what? It never gets old, bro. No. It never. No. I fished the other day no. with a friend of mine, Steve Mullen, on Monday. He took me out with my boat for a little while, and I said, let's just catch a few fogies. 
and put two lines out. He goes, I'm game for 15 minutes. And we put him out. We were in the chum hole. And it had been a while since I heard the rod go yeah. off. And he's standing there next to me. And he goes, rod went off. And I'm still driving. I'm looking forward. And I go, huh? He goes, the rod went off. <laughs> and I looked up in the T-top. And I'm like, oh, my God. And about that time, the second rod went. I went, oh, they both went off. And he goes, what, you going to grab one? Or are you just going to look at them? I was like, darn, been a while, man. What are you doing? Wake up. That's that's really cool. Hey, listen. Uh, good luck. Obviously, you've already it. had good luck. Catch, catch a big yes, one. Sir. Well, you got uh, aggregate too, right? Is that right? Yes, sir. We did. Yeah, yes. Ag tournament as well. Uh, ag it's big fish, and then the ag is a uh, is a side bet. Uh, okay, it's Calcutta. I got you. Well, ca yep. ca catch another one bigger than that. Good luck, Chris. We're trying. Uh, yeah, we're right. working hard. All right. What time? What time are you are you done? Two o'clock. Two o'clock. That's what I thought. Yep, 2 o'clock where you lines out at 2. All right, buddy. Go get them. All right. See you. Standing by. Yep, standing by. Oh. He's fired up. My buddy, my buddy. My buddy Schulte. He is he is raging mad right oh, now. Oh, he's, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's already texting me. He's like, you is got he? to be kidding me. Really seriously. <laughs> uh, and, 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 I, and I talked to him yesterday, and we kind of pouted to each other. And, and uh, yeah. well, He could have run the boat this morning <laughs> and then just picked you up at the dock and gone back out again for a couple of hours. I wouldn't even make a couple hours hardly though, because if it's over at two, if it was over at four, like we did for Ancient yeah, City, yeah, we yeah. could do that. You know yeah. what I mean? You got a solid four, maybe four and a half hours to fish. We'd only get an hour and a half of, of just run down to the gate station, pull off, and run over the sand dunes, and go, come and get me. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, him and brother Day, they could have taken the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have. I would. I would have. Yeah. I would have been good with that. Yeah, been good with that. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And uh, kind of a, a, a cool crowd this morning, Captain Rich Gray. Captain Kirk Waltz, it's very nice having you back. Thank and Captain you. Kevin Favor, we'll be right back. Went into my favorite convenience store yesterday, Circle K. And uh, the, the, the the best part, I was telling you guys, I did um, <clears throat> I did four trips this week, and I burned seventy eight dollars worth of gas. God, that's, just, that's that's pretty good. You're that's just pretty good. Yeah, that's it up, very buddy. yeah, 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 yeah. So I was I was I was happy about that. But uh, the, we we talked about this. I you know you you go inside the store and staff's friendly. Yeah. It's, it means it means a lot, man. It, it, you know, yeah, it, it when, means whenever a lot. You, you know you go in there to buy something, it's always like, "How's your day?" You know, you know, you know me. I'm always like, "How's your day?" You know, everything <laughs> good? You know, and, and and you know most most time, if people are grumpy, they go, "Well, I'm at work." Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not their attitude at Circle K. They, they nope. you know, it's it's cool stuff. It's, it's but it's the people behind you in line because you're talking with them so long, yeah, they're the grumpy ones. Mm. Yeah, they'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a friendly guy. I wanna, you know, and, and, and listen, if, when you go into a convenience store, whenever you go into Circle K, you, you, most of the time people are wearing name tags. And, and, and calling somebody by their name means a lot it to them. It makes a difference. You know, Chris, how you doing today? That's you know? why That's why yeah. I always wear a sticker that says, hello, my name is. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I just want people yeah, to call since, me by my name. It makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> hello, my it's, name is. It's it's not. Yeah. I'm one of the shady. seven dwarfs. Guess yeah. which one. It's, yeah. it's not weird at all. It's, it's not happy. It's not, but but it, it does. It means something to people. Yeah. Chris, see, Chris the mean guy. He would never do that. He'd go, just give me my damn beer. Grumpy. What's your name? Yeah, I'm glad it's cold. Grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sneezy. Uh, 
just go to the phone lines and talk to logs this morning. Would you sleep in? No, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> By yeah. the way, good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Kirk. And I think it's Chip and Rich, right? No, Chip. Chip woke up sick this morning. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. And, and and of course, good morning, Chris. I was gonna you say know, hello. My name I'm not, is Chris. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna forget you. I'm not gonna forget you. <laughs> yeah, you're no, better. In, in Canton, we uh, uh, today's the big day. Yep. You know, Tony is is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, and it's the made for television event, which is going to happen at the. Uh, uh, it's it's a neat little thing here that they have in Canton because you, know, you have the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And the Pro Football Hall of Fame is where you can do the whole tour and everything. Mm -hmm. And then attached to that is a football stadium, which is the Tom Benson Stadium, which uh, Tom Benson, the owner of the Saints, gave a bunch of money to help build this thing. And so the induction is actually going to happen inside that stadium, which has made a dramatic change since the last time I've been here, which was back in 1995, which was the first game in Jaguars history. And, uh, and, and, and then just out of curiosity, it. how much did you play in that game? A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I saw, I, I saw you out there for the coin flip, and I thought, oh, Lord, Coughlin's got him out there in a damn preseason yeah, game. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Back when you had five preseason games, if you had the whole. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, two a days. But, uh, yeah, and two days full pads every day. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different nowadays, but that's all right. I'm not mad. I'm actually glad players have the schedule that they have. But but the the cool thing about this whole entrainment thing is that there's a whole village kind of that surrounds the the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and then there's also a high school attached to it. And so there's kind of three entities here at this big complex for for a Pro Football Hall of Fame, which is not owned by the NFL, which is surprising. Most people think it is. It's actually a nonprofit, and then uh, Hall of Fame Villages LLC, which is a for-profit company owned by an individual, owns kind of the surrounding area. And then you have a high school, which is actually the high school, the uh, high school that uh, Josh McDaniels, the head coach of the Raiders, went to. And so all of this is kind of uh, in one one spot, which hosts these weeks or this week or festivities and everything. So, so today at noon, you know, the made-for-television event, the guys are going to get. Inducted, we'll see the video that Mark Brunel recorded for the uh, the introduction speech, and then Tony will do a live speech, and he's got about eight minutes to do that. He he will take turns with uh, you know Dick Vermeil and Richard Seymour and uh, the late Sam Mills. Somebody from his family will accept him. So it, it's so cool and it's so fun to see, and it was really cool on Thursday night seeing Tony and the interaction with with the fans and all the other hall of famers and there's a bunch of hall of famers that are in town. So there it's like seeing a hall of famer is not a big deal. So it, it, do you see a lot of Jaguar fans that did, did people make that trip? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, when we, 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 it was Thursday, the day of the game, uh, me and Tara up here. And so we went over to the hall of fame because we recorded a television show that aired last night on Fox 30. And it was basically a, you know, Hall of Fame induction special TV show that we did, and we filmed it actually at the Hall of Fame. And so we had an opportunity to walk around the Hall of Fame itself on Thursday, and there were Jaguar jerseys and teal everywhere. Right. And it, and it was awesome to see. I mean, because, you know, look, there's only one. 
uh, first that's ever going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. And there's a lot of people that made the trek mm-hmm. and made the trip up here to see a, a part of Jaguars history. And, and that's so cool to see. And I think that's, that's what got Tony pretty emotional when we had him on the radio broadcast on Thursday, you know, because he didn't do his normal color duties like he does with me because of all the commitments with the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that he talked about, he said, you know, I need to find a way to thank the fans that actually use their own resources, their time and their money to come up and to see me inducted into the Hall of Fame. And he said he wants to find a way to thank them. And I know that he put a response out on Twitter. And uh, and so, but I just want everybody to know that, that Tony is so incredibly grateful to all the fans, whether they made the trek here or not, but he's just so thankful for the outpouring of support that he has been getting. You know, because it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah sure moment. it is. And, yeah, it's huge. And, uh, and he's very thankful. And I just want everybody to know that because that's uh, that really comes from Tony's heart. And, and the more, more that I can share that, his feelings, and, and to let people know that what he said to us Thursday night and what he said in private, you know, that he said, that, hey, look, I've got to find a way. It's just mm-hmm. so incredible to support. Yeah. I mean, it's meaningful, yeah. and, and it really matters to him. Yeah. Hey, um, Dr. Carrasco uh, made it to the the party last night. Oh, good. Yeah, he – Yeah, good for him. <laughs> yeah, he, he – uh, there was – explain, Jeff, uh, because I – he didn't – Dr. Cross the goes there, night. he went to the yeah. game, he's going to the induction. Nice. I mean, he's taking it yeah. all in, and they had some type of a party last night that, that with a bunch of Hall of Famers. And he's like, man, I... Yeah, last night was, uh, called the, was called the Gold Jacket Ceremony. And they do it at a like a civic uh, complex, kind of like a, uh, I guess you'd say, a, a convention center type of thing. And they charge a, a bunch of money, which is, I think it's like four or $500 a ticket, something crazy. And you go in and you get to be uh, in this convention center where when the Hall of Famers actually get their jackets, you know, their gold jackets. And it's cool because all the Hall of Famers that are in town for the induction are all go to this gold jacket. And from what I was told, you know, it's an awesome event because all the Hall of Famers and the guys get their jackets and all that kind of stuff. But they've got to find a way to do a better job with the food. Oh, because the food is is horrendous. And <laughs> You're playing five hundred wow. bucks a plate. It's yeah. horrendous. Yeah, pigs yeah. in a I blanket. Mean, yeah, exactly. Little hot dogs. They they got to hire Chef Gordon for that event. Yeah, there you go. Not doing a very good job. So, so, but it's cool. And you know, a lot of people got out of there and left there just to go find something to eat because the food was so bad. So bad. Wow. Yeah. wow. Hey, yeah, another thing yeah. I noticed too: the weather's been really a big issue, huh? Well, Great. we've actually got. I mean, the game got delayed at like. 40 minutes, I believe. 40, okay. On Thursday night. And so that's not too bad. I mean, there's been preseason games that have been worse. You know, I'm hopeful that today, because I think there's about a you know, 40, 50% chance of rain today. You just hope that it's one of those things that's like the late afternoon shower. Yeah, you know, right. Because the, the middle part of the day is what you're looking for to have the weather nice and clear, because that is an outdoor event right. you know, that, uh, that is happening. And then after the induction, and every and what's cool is that every team that has a, a guy that's going in the Hall of Fame. And by the way, I, I, want, I want to make sure that I mention some of the other Hall of Famers that are going in because uh, they've done a tremendous job and and <clears throat> far as uh, uh, the careers that they've had. Uh, Richard Seymour, phenomenal player. Uh, Bryant Young from the 49ers, Dick Vermeil, and then of course uh, the. Uh, uh, 
Jacksonville native. I'm drawing a blank. Leroy, Butler. Leroy, Butler. Leroy, Leroy Butler. Butler. Leroy Butler. Thank you. Thank you. Which is awesome because you know he's a Jacksonville guy. Yeah. yeah. And 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 every team has kind of a a party for these guys, and and all of them are all different levels. I mean, I'm talking all different levels because Green Bay's got a bunch of guys that have already gone in the Raiders and Richard Seymour, and of course Richard played for the Raiders, and he also played for uh, the New England Patriots. But the party that the Jaguars are putting on tonight, uh, I can tell you guys, there and Tony and I talked about this because he's talked to the other guys that are getting inducted, and he's kind of asking them, you know, what's going on with <laughs> with each of your teams, and what are they doing for you guys tonight? Nobody, nobody is even coming close to the first class party that is that is going on tonight than the Jaguars. They are, they are, they have spared absolutely no expense for this party that's a private party tonight for tony's induction and <laughs> nice. it's just it's cool and it's and it's awesome and and look i get that you know look we haven't won a whole lot of games in jacksonville but man ownership certainly wants to be first class and they're trying to find a way to make the team get the team to win and everything that they've done from the facilities and everything else and then and then this induction and the party that they're putting on for tony is no exception and and much appreciative i know tony is and and all of us are with the Jaguars are very appreciative of the fact that, you know, they're doing it first class. And so I'm looking forward to that tonight. Yeah, I guess yeah, cameras stay at the door. Yeah, we're <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, Tony, Tony and I talked about that in the game broadcast. And he said, you know, said, there's no cameras allowed. And uh, as far as like even in-house Jaguars media, you know, our department, you know, they're not yep. filming. Okay, once everybody gets in the party, okay, cameras are off. <laughs> EMP exactly. to get rid of all the cell phone uh-huh. cameras. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we were saying. You know, it might be a good time to check your camera at the, at the front door. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> as as a block camera, bag, we'll put your, your name on it. You get it later. Phone. You know what? It's it's it's. It, you're right. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity, and uh, it's it, it's a uh, it's it's okay to celebrate. That's right. Hey, yeah. Have, and, and yeah. I, and I, I will say uh, real quick that the Hall of Fame is pretty cool, and that you you have the bus. You say the bus go up. Uh, in this big room where all the Hall of Famers bus are up. And so there's always been a lot of conversation about, okay, what happens when the museum closes that night, right? Right to a night at the museum kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, okay, all the <laughs> bus all and statues yeah. and everything comes to life and talk. Well, Tony's going to be right next to Bill Nunn, who was a longtime scout, also was a sports writer for a little bit for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was one of the guys that was responsible we're having some of those ridiculous drafts where multiple Hall of Famers were drafted for the Pittsburgh Steelers when they had their great teams of the 70s. So that's cool. Tony's going to be right next to Bill Nunn. But also, he has a locker in the Hall of Fame. Every Hall of Famer has their own locker. And so in their locker, they get to pick exactly what goes in that lock, what memorabilia, et cetera. And what Tony picked, I thought was awesome. He's got... Uh, the 71 jersey from when he was at USC with a, with a Trojan helmet. And then <clears throat> between uh, that jersey and helmet, and then you've got the Jaguars jersey and helmet, and then between that, sitting kind of on like a little table, is the Ed Block Courage Award, which uh, is given to players on teams that come back from a tough injury, et cetera. And, and Tony obviously battled some injury to come back and still have a Hall of Fame career. And so he has that in there. <clears throat> and then he has what I think is the coolest thing, is up on the top shelf. He has an inaugural 
ball. So the first team ever in the history of the Jaguars, 1995 team, which I was a part of, he has that football up there and it's autographed by every member of that inaugural team. And I was talking to Tony about that. And we had this conversation about it during the game broadcast on Thursday night. He said, the significance of that, he goes, is that, look, there's only one first team in history. And he goes, and that was one of the funnest teams that I ever got to be a part of. And we only won a few games that year, but it was the toughness that we had with that football team. And Tony, that's a, that holds a special place in his heart, just like it does mine. And so it was cool mm-hmm. to see that 1995 autographed team ball in his Hall of Fame locker at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's cool. Very cool. Does, yeah, he, have yeah. a, does he have yeah. a Texans helmet in there too? No, no, no Texas helmet. <laughs> All right, no, no, no Texans helmet, and, uh, and I, I will say so. that we we got a nice thank you basket because uh, Tony's very thankful. It's, the, the party in the in the induction today is going to be so cool because there's a lot of guys that have come back from the Jaguar football teams. You know, Tom Coughlin is here, and uh, coaches, other coaches from Kevin Gilbride, Gerald Ingram, you know, guys that were on that staff back in the beginning. Um, Michaela Bradley, Gus Bradley's wife is here. Clyde Simmons was in for the gold jacket ceremony hey, is, last have, night. I'm just curious, have you seen Cheever? Cheever was at the event last night, and I'll see Cheever today at the induction. And all. Would, you, cool. would you please tell him I said hey? Very cool. I will. I will. So it's cool that all these guys are coming back yeah. in. And and part of the, the thank, thank, thank you from the Baselli family, the gift basket. And so we actually got a bottle of Baselli wine. Okay, and there's also a Vaselli whiskey that is going to be out, and we're getting a bottle that's going to be delivered to our house. So, man, you want to talk about capitalizing on uh, marketing opportunities? Yeah, no kidding. Next thing you know, there's going to be Vaselli butt wipes next. You know? (laughs) Oh boy! (laughs) Yeah, man, dudes. Yeah, that's right. They better be big. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, Lance. Yeah, cool. so, 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 by the way, here's just yeah. a quick sample. Yeah. I got in my hand. I'm holding Tony Baselli Hall of Fame barbecue sauce. Tony Baselli enshrining number. By the way, number 355. If you guys didn't know, he's number 355 in the Hall of Fame. So hot sauce, bourbon, whiskey. Yeah, it's uh, Baselli butt wipes coming next. <laughs> Good gosh. All right, but <laughs> it, it, enjoy your day. Thanks for the call. Okay, boys. All right, buddy. And, Jeff. Uh, Have fun. I'll talk to you all later. Yeah, man. Right, see, you. see you. Logs checking in here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Give us a call. We got. We'll come back, Kirk. We'll do uh, weather tides. Yep. So don't go anywhere. And Kirby Co. Too. And Kirby Co. Yes, we got Kirby Co. A really important one. Welcome back to the. Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, and uh, just uh, FYI, they have extended the $500 gift card, Nimnik Chevrolet uh, Dealership. Through August. Yep, through August, family dealership. Yep, through August. For used cars. If you go in there and buy a used car, they're going to give you a $500 voucher for gas. Which is going to be very helpful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no kidding. All right, let's do a weather update. Uh, rest of the day, east winds 5 to 10. It's going to be absolutely beautiful, folks. Oh, yeah. I mean, just a beautiful day to be on the water. Tomorrow, east winds 5 to 10. Same thing, 2 to 3. Uh, Monday, southeast winds 5 to 10, 2 to 3. Tuesday, southeast winds 5 to 10, 2 to 3. <laughs> Wednesday, south winds 5 to 10. 
seeds two to three. So uh, we're kind of in that, that high pressure, Kirk. Yeah, you, you Bermuda know? highs. Uh, but but the one good thing is is that if you if you listen to this forecast, Rich, we have some onshore winds finally. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had anything from south to southwest for about six weeks now, and and the water temperature starting to drop. Which is okay for a while. Yes, but not but, too long. But, but, yeah, but every, not too long because right. once it starts getting dirty and and cold, and, and cold then, it, then it gets ugly. And uh, your weather report's always brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And the Tide's brought to you by Angie Sub, the finest sub shop in Jacksonville, right there at the corner of Penman and Beach. Like Jeff says, always go in there and get the sweet tea and the french fries. <laughs> and get the Lagerman turkey sub. <laughs> Just, just the line tell, cutter. Just tell them the line cutter. That's yeah, just it. Tell me what the line cutter. You want the line cutter? <laughs> There's a low tide that's just a little bit past right now. Uh, that was at 9:03 a.m. this morning. Then you got a 3:39 p.m. Uh, high tide this afternoon. And then looking at tomorrow, you've got a low tide at 10:03 in the morning and a 4:43 in the afternoon. These are the good mornings that you want to get out early. I mean, the sun's coming up at 6:15. Yeah. Get out there at the crack of dawn, like you. Like Kevin said, fish till 10, 11 o'clock, and then call it a day. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful. Be back by like said eleven, eleven thirty, and go have lunch. But exactly, it's I um the 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 bait in the intercoastal. You know, I know we've talked about a lot of finger mullet, <laughs> a lot of greenies, a lot wow. of thread fins, a lot, lot of the, the little pogies at Palm Valley and stuff. Those little oh, pogies are money, money, money. Wow. By the way. Not to give away giant secrets, but I am going to give one. Ooh, do it. Something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Snook population's getting better. Uh-huh. There's no doubt. Okay. So, Travis and I had, me and Travis Tabor, by ourselves on uh, on Tuesday, and we we fished on the beach. So, I told him, I said, you know what? I, I said, I, I, I think I know where there's some, some snook. He's like, really? I said, we're going to take the last hour. I'm going to stop. I'm going to fill up the live well. And we're going to go chum up some snook. Oh, sweet. And, and, and the, tide, the tide was right. It was, it was high incoming, right? Yep. So I had clean water. And I've been wanting to try this. I had, I had two, two, two medium rods with um, um, the, the fish bite corks, which are like Cajun Thunders. Sure. Okay, they, they make their own version, and they're, they're, they're awesome. Split shot and a hook or just a Split hook? Split shot and a hook. Okay. Yep. Little 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 circle hook. What what baits? Pogies. Pogies. Okay. Little the little oh, ones yeah. or the big ones? How they were ones? kind of mixed. Okay. I, I really honestly would have liked for them to be a little bit smaller. Sure. All right. Um. So. Did you nose hook them or dorsal? Nose hooked them. Okay. Yep. Nose hooked them. Just and like they're doing it, the West Coast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was doing all the the West Coast stuff. Yeah. You know. You know why they do that? Do the nose. Do the nostrils. Because that's they have. There's a tough. So they can cartilage. breathe. Yeah. Just yeah, like see, a tough cartilage yeah. right there, so you can cast them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, my 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 my, my uh, uh, rain power Jesse yesterday was helping me put baits out. Right, and I noticed that the uh, prop wash bait after like three minutes was dead. I'm going, what the Ooh. hell? Why would that bait? They just put that bait out there. And I reeled it up, and he had uh, gone from the bottom of his mouth <laughs> through his nose, just just drowned uh, him. Just uh, and, and he's like, can he breathe through his nose? I'm like. No, he can't breathe those nose. <laughs> he was kidding, by the way. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's not how you hook a pony. No, 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 no. Yeah, Let me why. show you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and also, I, I, um, I taught him a very uh, important lesson about catching 
bait in, in your live well. I'll get back to the Travis story here real quick. So if you stick your hand in the live well and you go really fast after all the pokies, they're going to go fast because you know what? <laughs> they're used to getting away from things. Sure. Correct? I said, Jesse, stick your hand in the live well and hold it open. He'll swim right in it, and then you just gently close it and put him on the hook. He goes, yeah. no way. I said, go ahead. Puts his hand in there. Pogey swims right in his hand, and he closes it, and he goes, I, he goes, I never would have ever. <laughs> and then, if now for the rest of the day, it was like it was the cool, you know, it was like I got to see if it works again. It works every time. If you chase a bait. It's going to run. It's going to run. I if tell people that all the time. put your hand in the live well. Just reach in there and grab one, and they go, "How do you do that?" Yeah. And I go, "I just reach in there gently, gently and grab and one." Grab one, yeah. And and you see these little kids in there doing like the soup bowl <laughs> thing, and they're going around and around, around. I'm going, "Get him! Get him!" Never do it. I'm over there laughing. I go, "There's a net right there if you're really right. getting tired." You right. know, and they go, "Dad, gum it, man." So anyway, I went to a spot where I thought there would be snook, mm -hmm. and and you had those little two inch pogies. I, it, mm. it, like I said, they were mixed because I caught them off the beach. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I caught them coming in off, 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 off the beach. And so we anchored up, um, got everything ready, and I start chumming. And it, it was, I don't know, probably 10 minutes or so of, 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 of solid chumming. I had snook. Were they popping? You hear the pops? Oh, yeah. You come pops, in, snook it, pops. Yep, you yep, pop, yep, yep, pop, yep. And yep. we jumped two off. Nice. Yeah. So... It can it can be done, it can it can absolutely be done. Oh yeah, I know when we were in. I, I would have liked to have had smaller baits. Yeah, and and I would and, and yeah yep and, and I I would like to have had the um I have one in my boat that 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 thing they use to sling little baseball bat wiffle bat. bat with wiffle the bat. end cut I, off. I have one in the bat. boat and, oh, and yeah. I, I just I I didn't break it out and use it. I I was using my 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 dip net. Just throwing them by the handful. Just just, just throwing come, them out. Come back off of them a little bit. Use a wiffle bat. You okay. Take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm you going to throw uh, I, I, there's there's a there's a perfection to this, but I was dying to try it and Travis is always a, a great guy to 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 do different experiment things with, with experiment yeah. with and um but there there's definitely snook around and you can you can do it just like you do you know there around the docks and the mangroves and stuff like that. I'll tell you the other thing that, that not not to cut you off Rich is that that the mangoes will eat those things too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we Jack, were in Punta Gorda. Cut those up in pieces. If you know there's really you know, if there's a lot of mangrove snapper there, cut them up little pieces and start a chum line and then start throwing whole ones. Money. Oh yeah. So the thing that I found those guys like some of them used a split shot and a hook and then mm -hmm. some of them just like now nah, we're just using a free hook. Line. Just a hook. Yeah, just free line them. You know, for the snook, they always told me too if if the if the bait's dead, pull it in, grab a live one. Absolutely. Yep. They and, won't, and, they won't and, eat and it. We we tell chase the, it. we we tell the same thing to our clients for tarpon fishing. Right. You you got two or three throws with that pokey. If it's not absolutely alive and and swimming around, they're not going to eat it. They're not going to eat it. Since yeah. you're since you're letting in on secrets, I'm gonna tell you guys what. Uh, you know me, I'm not a big live bait guy. Right. I've done it. Hold that thought. We need to take one one more break. I'll give you. A good, we got one more segment to go. And I'll give the, you. The, that's called a tease. The yeah. teaser. That's, yeah, that's, that's professional radio oh, right that there. That was awesome. And let me tell you, nothing's more professional than saying that you just did a professional radio thing. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh boy. Good stuff right there. Right. We'll be right back with them, the Chevrolet Outdoor Show. So I was back on the homepage of 
outdoorshow.com. That's two S's back to back. And uh, I, I was looking at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. I did. I, it, this is normally Logman's thing, but uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters having a summer blowout. I mean, I, I, seriously. Um, I'm, I'm looking at kayaks of saving three hundred twenty-five bucks. Wow. Um, paddle boards saving two hundred and twenty-five dollars. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. Now it lists the Mandarin, the Green Coast Springs, and the Yuli store. So and it says while supplies last. But I mean, if you go to their website, if you're interested in the kayak or paddleboard, um, go check it out at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Very nice. Yeah, and uh, we need to do a Kirby Cove. Yeah, and and, and apologies. Um, we got into talking last week. We had Dave Edwards and and blah blah blah, and we we uh, we missed doing one of my favorite cooking tips because it came from Mr. Bob Matthews from CNH Marine. And as it, it was his mom's recipe and it was for pimento cheese. And if it, and we, we, we put it up anyway and, and we've had a huge response to it. It's, it's a really cool recipe. If you go back and look at last week's, um, but anyway, that was last week's Kirby Cove cooking tip. Now this week's Kirk is what? The Kirby Cove cooking tip this week is actually not any kind of food product at all. It is what you put the food in after you've cooked it and you need to save it. Um, actually, Steve Mullen turned me on to this, and he was like, why are you buying Ziploc bags from the grocery store? Right. So he started buying these Ziplocs in 250 um, a, a box portions. So you actually buy a bulk package of Ziploc bags. On Amazon, you get 250 okay. of those gallon so, bags, or what they call 3.78 liter. All all of us know, not all Ziplocs are made the same. No, no. There not are some close. that you cannot. The cheap ones, you can't you, seal them. You That's can't right. seal them. Mm. It Brand drives X. me crazy. I'm like, yeah. I'm not buying this anymore just because it's on sale. <laughs> yeah, you know, Brand X just sometimes this, doesn't do this it. This is the true Ziploc. Yeah, and, and these are freezer bags, so you can actually put them in the freezer. They're, oh, they're a awesome. little bit thicker. thicker. Right. Yeah. You know, you get those real thin ones, and they get a hole in them. And what's the point? Now that now the food's getting air, air in yep. it, and it. Are these the ones with that double seal thing? Uh, yeah, like the actual yeah. zipper. Yeah, on the, that's the real deal. Yeah. Those are I, I just like to be able. And to you can I, close it. Yeah, I just yeah. like to be able to squeeze the top and, and hear it go. Here's you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you get you get about an inch away from the other side. Squeeze and, the and air squeeze out. Squeeze the air out. That's yep. right. Yep. Yep. For uh, two hundred two hundred fifty count for thirty dollars on Amazon, they'll have it to your house in two days. Yeah. It doesn't get any that's better. That's a score. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did, now, can you get them? Just in gallon, or can you get them in other sizes? As oh, you can well? get them any size you want. Oh, yeah. wow, that's you can awesome. get them in a quart, gallon. See, that's a or, good tip right there. It you is can good get tip. them in the, the two gallon bags. You can put your fresh fish, your venison, you, you, you know, you know what I put in those this week? What's that? Shrimp, shrimp, swimp. Hey, I don't put the swimp in there. I'm sworn to secrecy, but I, I, I did go shrimping on Wednesday morning early with the. Um, a, a, a very who's becoming a good friend of mine, <laughs> Harold. Harold, I, I I had a blast on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, and um, uh, I was able to put to use your Ziploc bags. There's nothing like yeah. it, man. Yeah. I got I, I got me lots of swimps. Yes, I did. And uh, do you like shrimping? I love it. I, I yeah, yeah. I mean it's it, it's it's two hours of yeah solid. Throwing the net, and yeah. I'm throwing an eight foot high tider, which is not a very heavy net. No, that's not bad. You know, but you have webbing. Um, got webbing in it. 
we're, we we don't need webbing where no. we're at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. It's not that deep. All right. Um, and they're all over the place. I mean, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Sandy the, the, Parrish sent that that uh, message to us on our Facebook page message, and showed pictures of them up, and I mean, really shallow, like two or three inches of water. Yeah. So oh wow. They're they're coming out all over. Uh, the um, Safe Harbor Seafood at Mayport has been running a shrimp sale for like two weeks because they're getting so many shrimp. Oh, nice. Coming into the docks. You know, the 20 to 22 count. Yep. So if you need some fresh shrimp to buy, uh, that's a good place to go right now. Yeah. I I, I think that, um, I mean, just what we've seen from like Palm Valley, you know, um, the shrimp are thick. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely bait sized now in, in, in the valley where, where we're at. Um, at 17 to, to 20 counts would be my guess. I, I don't. That's plenty, not bad. Plenty big enough to eat, you know, and 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 we've we, we we've had some awesome meals. <laughs> Seventeen shrimp to a pound. Yep. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's 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 it's, it's a good meal. It's it's fun, you know. It's um, and it's not like you're you're catching fifty a cast. I mean, you got you got to work for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Which which it, it was fun. I I haven't done that in in so long. Just go and. Throw the cast net. Did you and, work and some we, muscles we, you weren't used oh, to Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. My left arm is sore as crap. <laughs> what is it? You're allowed a five-gallon five bucket, gallon bucket per yeah. boat? Heads yep. on. Yep, yep. Right. Heads on. Heads yep. on. Yep, yep. So, but, you know, we're it's 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 nighttime, mm-hmm. and, and Harold's got really cool lights on on his boat, and it, he, he had like a um, um, Rubbermaid um basket yeah. whatever you know what i'm talking about those plastic storage containers plastic storage mm-hmm. kit. Thank and you, you just dumped it in that and, yeah. And, yeah so we would we would dump everything in there but it's it's so cool about what you catch besides shrimp oh there's all kinds of stuff. obviously you know crabs and stuff like that but i caught two big squids Big, really? Yeah, big squids. Squid? Yeah, yeah, like like eight inches. Really? Oh, those, yeah, those, those are eat good. How, too. how far apart are you yeah. holding your fingers right now? Uh, no, like eight inches. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for yeah. everybody who's listening. I said eight inches. He's so I know. So, yeah. so that was that was cool. <laughs> those are good to eat. Though. I know. Yeah, fresh right. squids. I, I should I should have kept them. I kept them and kept. fried them up. Fresh calamari. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. Man, yeah. I'd be all over that. Yeah, but um, it's it's just uh, you're like a little kid when you throw the cast net mm-hmm. like that. You know, because the, 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 I caught two catfish, which stinks. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, you they get all in your net and net, stuff like that. But that's out. just part of it. Um, caught caught a lot of mullet. Um, what else did we catch? Uh, um, pinfish, and uh, we caught some white bait. Oh, caught some white bait, which was Damn. which was pretty cool. Nice. So yeah, it was it, it was fun. I had, had a great. Can't wait to go back. I'm I'm, I'm booked all this week. So maybe the following week I'll go back because they're 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 just gonna they're gonna get bigger yep. from from here on in yeah yeah you know and I think the St. John's River is gonna be about the same way. It's a good time to stock up on them if you're gonna get them. Yeah, get them now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's what I that's what I told Carrie. Seriously, if, I, if 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 we do it, you know, two or three more times, I'll have enough to almost get us through the winter. Yeah, and if you don't want to catch them, go down to Safe Harbor. Yeah, I mean, I saw them down there. It was like five something a pound. Oh, that's great! Oh, wow, for that's twenty cheap. twenty for, counts, I yeah, think for for head on. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. No, 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 no. That's a better than a grocery store. That's a, that's a great yeah. price. Captain Kirk's nice having you back. Nice to be yes, here, sir. Yep, Very good yep. to see Amen you. Amen. Thank you. Good seeing you, folks. As usual, the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show is brought to you by the Bearded Pig, Ring Power, Circle K, Claw Dolan Cadillac, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Atlantic Coast Marine, CH Marine Construction. 
Nemnick Family of Dealerships, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Sub, Steen Angie River Club, and Moe's Southwest Grill. Remember, folks, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. And for Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Rich Graham, Captain Kevin Favor, y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. I got drinks in the cooler. I got some bait in the tap.